Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another Bird Brothers podcast. I have returned as your host, Falcon, joined as always by Condor. How are you doing, Condor? How are you today? Uh, nice hat you're wearing. It looks pretty cool. It looks like you're getting all the ladies. Condor, are you there? You're not saying anything. Hi! Hi! How's it going on? Hi! Falcon. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, it's gonna be happy. Technically, it's Friday. Technically, it's Friday. It but Friday. It's by the time Friday. we upload this, you know what's happening by the time we upload this? What day is that, Falcaroony? Well, today is the fifth. Uh yes. which was the uh day we uploaded our first episode. This comes out Woo! a couple days later. So we will have passed our one year anniversary. One year anniversary. Yeah. One year for brothers. Oh so we've got God. a special one today. We do. Yeah. Talking about Boko no Pico. What? No, that is not <laughs> what I watch, nor will I ever watch that show. Not, what if no. I say we have to? No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. You can do that I... episode alone, and I will put it on like a separate YouTube channel only that is like Condor does Bird Bro solo, and it's just your. No, no. You do know you gave me the login access to our podcast, so I can just upload it there myself. Mm, and then I would delete it. <laughs> no, like, deleted. <laughs> Trash episode. Imagine no we put it on and gets like 500 downloads the first day. Like, holy crap. That'd be funny. And then you would no. be like, well, we're just doing hentai now. And I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm no out of this Bird Brothers no more. It is now Condor's Corner or something. L- Lewd Brothers con- podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're not the anime man over here, okay? Let's oh. let's just get it right. Let's get it right. Oh well, everybody. Today, if if you can't tell from my hat or my shirt, because obviously you guys are watching this and seeing yeah, our images, Suba, right? Okay, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Condor. Enjoy. Now it is Falcon's Fairy Tale Corner, where I will just tell fairy tales to you while Condor recovers. Uh, once upon we're a talking time. about re zero. Whoa! You could have you could have fooled me, but what? Can't a you read that on my hat? It I says it right it there. I can't read it. There's too many chibi eight bit characters in the way. It says it right. It says it right there. See, what? Re, I, don't, I see R E and then something weird like that's it zero. Why is it zero? Zero. Well, how about how about my shirt? How how about my shirt? There you go. There you go. I just see maid with pink hair, uh, girl with the twin drills, maid with blue hair. It's right, right there. Says so it right, right here. You pointed at your belly button first, and not the text. That makes me very sad that you didn't know where the text was on that shirt, Condor. This shirt is actually a little small on me. <laughs> hey, it's fine. Impress the ladies with that tight shirt. You got in public with that tight shirt. The ladies be like, "Damn, look at that guy." So I look think I was shirt. really excited for this podcast because I think I had a dream last night where I was putting on like ReZero socks in the style of like my shirt and hat. Just like these really long socks of like the cheat, like the eight bit characters, so like above the knee socks, or yeah, the, like yeah. The, like they're really like big socks <laughs> for some reason. And I'm just like, oh my god, they're ready. I know, I, I, I can't believe the fact you, you put on length of socks that you only ever see sold in like the women's clothing section. You're like, they were just yeah, like these really long, above the really knee long socks, it's like longer than the like, socks why? I have on. 
it like went all the way up to like, like here. You want to wear them? No judgment. I just, I just imagining Colinor like sliding up. Uh, this, this, this is this is a special. So we we get special treatment today. So so it was like so here's my regular sock right here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I think it went like yeah. right up to here, like oh, right up so to here. The sock. Just like close to the knee. Okay, like that's right different. there. I I think that's, that's where my sock. That to. was like that's like the sock length from uh 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 Darling in the Frogs that they wore. That's fine. But yeah, when you said really long sock, I was just picturing like all the way like up to mid thigh. Like, why would you have that long of socks? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I just really, I, it was no, just like my dream. I, I remember I was wearing the hat and the shirt, and I was putting on the sock. So I, I actually thought, whenever I have dreams like that, it always makes me think I actually have the item, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, I don't. So you woke up and like, where are my socks? Where oh, are my wait. zero socks? I didn't actually have any zero socks, unfortunately. That's bad. Sad day when you thought you had something that you don't. That's very sad. Very sad However, indeed. However, it is so sad. I'm so sad yeah. about it. But hey, why don't mm -hmm. we talk about some good anime, huh? Now this yeah, is this is some top tier anime right here. I tell you what, <laughs> this is peak anime. Don't you go. Ew. <laughs> what? I, I think it's because I've watched this show so many times. So you you've watched it what probably like eight times now? Uh, probably more than that. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. So basically, uh, my my why don't you why don't you give everyone a little like summation of the plot there, Falcon? Give right. us a little. Give us, so the what, what's the story about? The show. Okay. All right. Here's the Falcon Falcon synopsis. I'm not looking at nothing. All right. This is pure Falcon wording on what this story is about. So you got this guy. His name is Natsuki Subaru. He's a, a total car? loser. He's a car? Yes, he's a car. What? He, he leaves a convenience store, and boom! He's in another world in front of this like, merchant guy, and he's like, what's going on? And he tries to buy an apple, which they call oppas, and he's like, yo, bro, we don't take that funny money here. And then he's like, shit, I'm broke. And he doesn't know what to do. And then shenanigans happen, and he finds out if he dies, he goes back to a safe point, which is in front of the weird merchant guy who's like, Dude, we don't take that money. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? But he meets this cute girl with silver hair, okay? And he's like, I must know the name of the silver-haired girl. I must protect her. And so he keeps trying to protect her, but he keeps dying. And thus is the story of ReZero. You're welcome, Condor. That, that was a, my that is take actually that is actually that is actually really that's a really accurate take of the story. I'm not even yes. gonna lie. That's actually like hundred percent yes the the, the the take of the story. You're not wrong about anything you said, but yeah, basically the story is you got this guy. His name is Subaru Natsuki, and he basically. You have a question? No, I was I was doing the you, Subaru point. Yeah, oh, like, I'm Natsuki Subaru. That's my favorite pose. That's my <laughs> it is. It's my favorite pose. Whenever me a person, I get to see you be like, "Whoa, I am Condor." It's either I do this or I just dab. It's one or the other. <laughs> There's no I, I in can between. See you getting off the airport, and me waiting to pick you up. We were just like, yes, yes. Uh, you'll know, you'll know it's me because like you're you're getting off the airport, right? And like you're looking, where where's Condor? Where did he go? And you just see a guy going like this. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, there he is. And I have my, I'm not even looking at you. I just have my uh my face to the sky for no reason. Yeah, at all. yeah. And then it, and then as soon as I get up there, I'm like, hi. And then you dab out of it, and you're like, yo, let's go. Yo, is that the Falcon? <laughs> I would hope in real life you would use my actual name and not just Falcon, but you know, it'd be fine either way. I, I don't want to name drop your name on the podcast. What if there's people who are stalking you? Man. You never know. I mean, you never know, but I doubt it. I never leave my apartment. I stalk you. Oh, oh man. That's why I'm I started a podcast with you. Oh no. <laughs> <I fell laughs> After a year, the truth comes out. 
Huh? Okay, so basically, going back to the topic, there's this character, he's buying stuff at a convenience store, and basically, uh, you know, he, he just randomly teleported to another world, he gets teleported with everything he has, so he has mm -hmm. a shopping bag, and, uh, you know... With his corn potash snacks. His corn potash, his, like, Those cup... Those are really good, actually. I his cup ramen, mm -hmm. his cell phone... Uh, you know, he has all that stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah. you know, he uh, he, he's in here, he's in this other world. He's like, Oh, this must be the point where I become a super powerful, awesome, amazing person, but he doesn't, mm -hmm. he's just a regular guy in this really yeah. high world. Uh, he meets this girl, uh, with silver hair, as Falcon mentioned, and he basically falls in love with her because uh, he she like helped him, you mm -hmm. know, so uh, and she tells him her name is Nutella, N <sighs> yes, Nutella, her name yes, is Nutella. Nutella. Yes, and then uh, and then basically uh, he he uh, he goes to like he has to, like Nutella lost something, she got something mm -hmm. stolen, so Nutella in, in the car go to like around the the the, the day to like find her, find the stuff. Eventually, she gets to this loot house. Uh, the car goes in first. Subaru goes in first, and uh, he he gets hit, and he dies. And then Nutella comes in. Mm -hmm. And dies too. And Subaru's like, mm -hmm. no matter what, I'm gonna save you. Grabs her hand, and then he goes back in time. Basically, mm -hmm. his ability is called Return by Death, uh, which basically every time he dies, he just goes back to like a, a certain point. And the point does get updated as the show goes on, yeah. so it's not like all the way from the beginning. That would be horrible if that was mm -hmm. the case. Like I, I'm actually afraid one day, like in the show, like imagine like for some reason he dies and he goes back to episode one and he's like all the what? way to episode one. Oh, oh, that would be the worst. I think that was like one of my main fears when I first watched the show. Not gonna lie, I'm like, mm -hmm. holy crap, what if that happens? Anyway, uh, you know, then he he realizes he has knowledge of the future, so he uses it to save the people he loves. Uh, he actually runs into Nutella again after that, and he's like Nutella, and everyone's shocked, and they're like. Mm -hmm. Nutella's not even a good brand. That's not right. How dare yeah. you call me by that name? Nutella is the all evil of this world. Nobody enjoys it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't even. Yeah. I've never eaten Nutella. I don't know if I have actually had it or not. I don't remember. I hope we yeah. didn't upset a lot of Nutella eaters. We probably did. There's a lot of very loyal Nutella fans. But basically, not that's like, like Tabasco fans. Tabasco fans are crazy. But basically, but basically, that's the premise of the show. The main character just goes back in time and dies. And stuff. Well, it sounds like an interesting premise. The, the main thing about this, sto this story is the character development between the characters and the and the the plot. It's plot's uh, it's it's not the best, but it's it's a pretty good one. And it, what it again, what the show really does for me personally is it just has like really good character moments and character growth, and the characters are really good to me. That's kind of why I love it. I'm a big character guy. If you couldn't tell from the previous like 40 episodes of our podcast. I really love character development, and this show has it. Uh, we'll go into more detail about that later. Uh, why don't we talk about some characters of Falcarino? Uh, we'll start off with our main our main home dog here, uh, he Natsuki Subaru. There he is, the boy who got reincarnated. He's, he's, all, he's 17 years old. Mm -hmm. He's almost to be 18. He has a mean face. Yes. Uh, you he know, yeah, a cool tracksuit. The tracksuit's classic. Honestly, when I first saw this show, I really wanted to buy the tracksuit. I think it's still like fairly cheap if I were to like look for it now on like Amazon or something. I really like it. I think as far as like anime tracksuits, it's better. Like Konosubas is just like green and white, which while not bad, like this one's cool. It's like the black and the orange. I think the white. it, it has, has the N. I don't it. know if that's supposed to stand for Natsuki or anything. Or I mean, maybe. I might, uh, I might, if we were ever do season two, we only did season one for the podcast, everybody, because mm. there was two seasons out. Uh, we watched the director's cut of season one, which is basically like 
just basically like what they, they came out in 2020 when season two was like getting announced and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was just like to hype up season two basically. And, uh, uh, you know, if we ever do season two, I might like buy the tracksuit and wear it next time. Maybe I'll buy a wig too. Just look, look like super. You'll you'll do yes. you'll do uh, for season two ReZero what I did for season one uh, Kuroko. I have so, the wig for that because I couldn't find my wig, but I found it recently, so I should do that again. So this is probably the hottest take in the world, mm-hmm. in the entire world. But you know, I think Subaru is my favorite anime character of all time. No, that is a hot take. That the hot take. And my reasoning, I, I can't get into the full reasoning now. I definitely would not say this uh, if season two never released. But I, I'm just saying this because of season two. I guess for season one, he's not the best character. But if you like watch him, uh, he actually does like grow a lot uh, as like a main character. He's basically this weak guy. He doesn't know. He he's decently strong. He's not like super strong like a lot of people in the 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 mm-hmm. fantasy world. But he's decently strong. Like in the beginning when he like punched the robbers, like we saw how strong he was. He actually like beat him up once before, like one time. Yeah. And uh, you know because he, he he doesn't like do anything when when he was at his home. He just stayed at home. Uh, he never went to school. He just basically uh, stayed home. He was a shut in. He was a shut in, basically a shut in meet. And uh, you know, he gets teleported to a, a world, and he meets people and stuff. And uh, he's a very selfish man, basically. Every time he mm-hmm. does something, he wants equal compensation for it. Uh, yeah, he's very much. I did this thing. Now show me my reward for doing something. Which is, which is kind of like, yeah, I think that's kind of fair. And like, if I do something, I want a reward for it, man. You know. Like right. when I do, that's like when I do work. I'm like I'm getting a reward with money, so that's why I work. If there's no reason, there's no there's no reason for my any reward, then I'm not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I, like I do that. think the the thing with him though is he doesn't always even realize he's being selfish. He does things sometimes thinking he's doing it for someone else. Oh, totally. Not 100%. realizing he's doing it for himself. So then when they get mad, he's like, "What do you mean I did this for you?" And then it finally someone at moment was like, "No, you did this for you." Like, no, no I agree. This was all for you. And like, so there's there's I feel like why a lot of people dislike him is. Because I know, like, I've read things where, like, people are hit or miss on suit Natsuki. Like, they're they're very much either they they really like him and appreciate his, like, arc, or they just really can't stand him because of how he kind of is at the start. Um, but, that, I mean, that, that goes through, like, his whole, like, character growth during the show. But yeah, he finally has that one moment kind of towards middle to the end of this season where someone finally kind of calls him out on it. And like, don't even lie saying this is for everyone else. You did this for you, and that that's it. Um, which is which, which is fair because yeah. you know a main character can't always be like the best. So I actually think that works really well in this show mm-hmm. because we see him. We see moments where you know he's really good, but then there's the downfall. I, I call it the downfall, which yeah. is like a good like five to six episodes where Subaru is just like acting like really he's just selfish like, and stupid, yeah, and stuff. But thanks to a certain blue haired character, he. Uh, be quiet. But he, uh, you can't keep that joke up forever. Uh, oh, mm. Not until season two. Basically, um, <laughs> uh, he he realizes, uh, you know, maybe he's not really that bad of a person. He's actually like really cool to some people, you yeah. know. So uh, we'll talk more about that later because it's something I really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of the most popular episodes of all time in anime, which is just like talking. But it, you know, it just goes to show that talking is the best in the world. Who likes doesn't mm-hmm. like talking? But the super is basically. I'm not saying I'm not gonna. If we ever do season two, I'd probably wait till uh till then to say why. But the reason why I really like Subaru is basically I just he has like the best character growth I've ever seen in anime, like ever of all time. It's not really shown here in season one, but it's mostly shown in season two. Mm-hmm. Does he pass the main character test for you, Falcon? 
season one, no. I think as of season two, I would say yes. But for for what we're talking about now, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, he's he's probably one of my least favorite characters of the show. I respect the arc he goes through, um, but at the same time, I I don't really like him that much in the first season. He really does shine. I will I will say, that the first time I watched the show, I actually uh, didn't really like him that much. I really thought he was a little annoying and stupid. And I didn't really whatever what I just said now wasn't my thought. But you after you rewatch it like the first few the next few times, and after watching season two, you realize how like really good of a character he is. He's like, I, I think that what the reason people don't like him is he's actually just super realistic. He's so he's like no, a he's, realistic character. He's very realistic. He's the most realistic character in a fantasy world. You yeah. know? There is other characters who are way better, trust me. Oh, I know that for a fact. Especially in season yeah. two. Season season two is like the character development of the show. Mm-hmm. For like just not just the main character, but for like everybody, everyone gets like oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, I think what people don't like about Subaru, and this is something I've read about, is they don't like how he's like so realistic as like an actual character compared to like the other characters who you know are not as realistic but are realistic mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, the, the Subaru is basically just he's just a selfish human, and that's what a lot of us are at the end of the day. We're just selfish. Yeah, and I think. I think that's why some people don't like him. I think they kind of like relate to him too they much. They see themselves in, in a in way. Him. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but like, there's been some people who I've who I've kind of read like discussions on that make it seem like maybe you just like identified with him too much, and then you didn't like what you saw with him. So now you're realizing <laughs> that's you. So you're kind of just like, no, no, he's terrible, terrible character. But that's you know uh, speculative. I don't know that for a fact. Uh, I don't dislike him as a character. I just feel like for now, like. The, the first season very much is him kind of at his worst. And I feel like as the show goes on, I will appreciate him and like him more as a character. We'll talk um, about episode. Yeah. Eight. I think it was, I think it's episode 18 or 19 in the show. Uh, in like the original season. I don't remember what it was for the director's cut. Yeah. You know what episode I'm talking about. Yeah, that yeah, is like the big change. And like, that's like the, I would technically, it's just like what they say. That's literally the beginning of Subaru's story. I'd say right there at that very moment. Yeah. Um. So, but he still had some cool moments before them. I, I actually have a lot of good favorite moments about this show. A lot of things I remember when I first watched this, maybe like super hyped and excited mm-hmm. and maybe really like fall in love with the show, you know? Yeah. I think the, I, the thing that gets it for me is he's constantly like making promises for this one character and always breaking them. And then he's like, why can't you trust me? It's like, why do you think she can't trust you? I think that's one of the big things, like the most of the first season that like really gets me. Like he's always making these promises and then like, not even trying to honor them. Well, to uh, be to be fair, yeah. I, I actually I always always think about this when I watch the first season. It's like so basically he comes into the world. He meets Amelia, who's the the girl, yeah. and you know he she sees Amelia dies. He says, oh, "I'll promise to protect you." So he's been through timelines where he's he's like failed to save her, and she yeah. saved him. But like, and the, the, for the Amelia, like the current Amelia, it's always just been Subaru saving saving her. So that's why yeah. that that big argument happened. And I, I'm kind of yeah. I'm again I. I love Subaru as a character, but right there in that moment, he was probably at his worst. You know. Yeah, no, obviously. like even that like whole like speech he does afterwards, and he's like, "What do you mean?" And like he very much had like very much insul vibes at that point of time. It's like, "What? What do you mean?" Da, 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 da. I should be rewarded. You should be great. Like, no, like I wanted to punch him in the face so much during that scene. Every time I'm sure everybody it. did. I did too. It's it, just it, like, it. come on, bro. Like, stop. But yeah, we can talk more about in depth about it later. Uh, anything else you want to say about Subaru, or should we move on to Amelia? Uh, I, I again, I, he's my favorite character of all time in anime. It, that all shines right. more in season two, but it shows it shows quite a bit here in season one as well. Yeah. Uh, yes. 
All right. So moving on to the silver-haired girl, he falls in love with Amelia. Nutella? N- Nutella, yes. This Whoa. is Nutella. Okay, so yes. this is Amelia, everybody. Yes. Uh, she is a character who... She's Condor's best girl. No, not, no. not until season two. Uh, but basically she's a character, uh, she, she is a spirit arts user who, who, uh, uses ice magic and she has a spirit contract with the spirit Puck. Do you have a picture Mm -hmm. of Puck? Uh, I did not get a picture of Puck. That is a failure. That's fine. He's a cute cat. He's a cute little cat basically. And, uh, he, he uses fire magic, but he can use like other magic as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, but basically Amelia is the type of girl who, uh, she, she, she's like very, She's very old fashioned, I would say. She's a little old fashioned, mm-hmm. especially with the way she talks. Because there's a lot of moments yeah. where Subaru's like, Who says this these days? Yeah, she says lackadaisical. Like like and he's like, What? Who says that anymore? I feel like she'd be really like the type does. of person who'd be like, Stop your tomfoolery right now. Yeah, she would. <laughs> but she uh, would. she's a very she's very passionate about what she wants. Uh, we actually, mm-hmm. it's kind of surprising because in season one, we actually don't get that much about her. We don't really learn much about her, even though she's the main heroine. Of yeah. season one, which is kind of surprising, which is kind of why in season one I actually really don't like Amelia. I think she's probably the worst girl in season one, but that definitely changes in season two when we get like her backstory and stuff like that that happens. And there's also if we ever want to do season two, I'm gonna say we're gonna watch it. But there's a there's a second OVA called the Frozen Bond, which is like an OVA it's based off of how Amelia met Amelia and met Puck and stuff like that. So we're definitely okay. gonna watch that. We're not gonna watch. We didn't watch it for this one. But uh, basically, there's like that, and then there's season two, which shows Amelia as the best character. But for season one, I would say she's probably the worst girl. She is a very beautiful girl, I would say. Definitely uh-huh. very, very pretty. But uh, in terms of character, she doesn't really have that much character. Like, she's a very kind individual who, she who cares really about the She doesn't really do much in the her. first season no, besides she doesn't really being do there. Much. Um, so I feel like it's not really on her as being a bad, like, a terrible character. It's just we don't really get to see much with her besides just she's the girl who Subaru's pining over. Yeah, um, and she's a very kind person, you know. Yeah, she's and, extremely kind and considerate. Um, and she honestly, has the very last scene in the story around her that makes her kind of reclusive uh, yes. for reasons. I um, think I think what they said what they said is she used to live in a forest, and uh, you yeah. know she just lived there alone with Puck, yeah. and then Roswell Roswell came and uh, took her to the mansion. So uh, yeah, and that that's kind of like all we know. There's definitely more in season two. That's why I'm saying oh, Amelia's yeah. best girl in season two, but for season one. She she isn't she's not. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, uh, I, I've like always her. liked Amelia. It's just they don't really use her a ton. Too much with um, her, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then season two is where we really kind of focus in more on her and have her do things. Um, so she she does improve there. Um, but I've always liked her. I thought she's always fine. I like her and Subaru together. I think they work really well together. Even in season one, we just don't see too many scenes of them together. Um, Except for like in the beginning of like arc one. Uh, Arc one we, should... we do, and when he first kind of gets to the mansion, we see a little bit, and then after that, they don't—they aren't really together very often at all. Um, no, arc four changes that, but basically, uh, the anime covers the first three arcs of the sh- of the the, the show. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, the the, sh- the series is up to arc seven. Uh, it actually started at the beginning of this year, and uh, uh, and uh, you know, uh, season two covers just arc four, and uh, there's no season three. The, the so light far. novels, the light novels are up to season, season seven, uh, arc arc seven, but the Dude. current ones in America are up to uh, of actually technically volume seventeen comes out next Tuesday, so I I have that pre ordered, so I'll be getting that when it Ooh. comes out. I actually own all the light novels. I have 
Uh, let me. Can you? Can, can I try to move it over there? You guys. I don't know. You Whoa. probably can't see it. If you look I, right I can there, tell you can where see. they are. But yeah, I, we can't see the actual title. It's a little but too I don't, far I, away. I'm not gonna get up. But basically, uh, I have the first sixteen, and then the four EX, which is like other stories that's not about Subaru. Those are also pretty good. One of them is about uh, Felix and Cruz. Two of them are about Wilhelm, and then the last one's about Reinhard, Felix, and Julius. So okay. I actually haven't read that one yet. So, but granted, I've actually not read all of them. I've only read uh, up to volume seven. Uh, I think I read all, all volume seven and the first three EXs as well. Hmm. Uh, the the big thing about obviously it's always hard to translate an anime from a, a light novel to an anime. So there's right. there's some detail. I will say this: arc one is just like the first the first volume. I would say that one's translated pretty perfectly. Uh, there's probably there's like minor differences between things, but when you get to like arc two and arc three, there's like more differences and stuff like that between like the anime and the light novel, which is understandable. It's kind of hard to translate yeah. everything. So, um, and there's some things that are even like not shown, which is going to be really confusing. Arc when arc five comes, I'll, I'll say a little, little bit confusing. There's like a character from this like, not it wasn't the the major light novels we have, but it was like an extra one. Mm-hmm. But they like mention her. Like, like they mention her when, uh, when Super returns to the capital for Arc Three, they're like, "Oh, there was this girl." I'm like, "Wait a minute, who's this girl? I've never seen about her." And I, I looked it up, and like, she was from this like time that she like this girl visited the mansion and stuff. I don't, it was weird. Oh, okay, but uh, but, but basically, yeah, that is true. I have all the light novels. I'm a big fan. If you couldn't tell already, I literally what? have a, I literally have a picture. I literally have a print of Rezero on every wall. Wow, that's, right that's here, dedication. Right over there, right over there, and then right over here. Okay, I can even show off this one right here. It's super close. Look at it. Look wow, at I it. It's all its glory. Wow, right by Bakugo. That's right. Right by Bakugo. I didn't know you were a Bakugo, Sam. I'm not. I just, uh, I actually bought that for someone and they didn't want it. No, so, so I you kept, kept it. it. Okay. That's right. I'm all not right. a Bakugo simp. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Rem simp. Okay. Well, all right. You ready for for next girl? I don't know who the next girl is. And it's actually funny. It's something I actually want to mention real quick. A lot of people going into ReZero think it's a harem, but it's actually not a harem. No, not at all. <laughs> not until like later. There's a love triangle, I guess technically, but no. Yeah. So far, no, nowhere near a harem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, as the as the show goes on, there's more people who fall in love with Subaru, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. He's uh, hard to set on one person. Mm-hmm. But it's very you know, obvious. It, so it's something that the, the – I guess we can talk about it later. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Next character, next character. We're talking about uh, Ram. Ram. I have a not good Ram on my computer. Ha. Whoa. I'm so funny. You know, one thing I really did not like about this show, I will say, it's not like a big thing. Uh, so there's basically Ram and Rem, and then there's Rom, and I'm just like – and the way they pronounce Ram is kind of like Rom, like the mm. big the big giant guy. And I was yeah. like, this is really confusing. Why did they just make his name Rom? They could have made it literally anything else when they literally yeah. have two more characters called Ram and Rem. So it's just yeah. like, why? Uh, something that just always I didn't like when I watched the show. They could have done the hyperdimension route, and instead of naming him Ram and Ram, they could have just done Ram and Rom and then had the actual Rom character a different name. But, you know, they didn't. No, Rem sounds, sound, Rem sounds better to me. Yeah. That's because I'm I, I'm a simp, so yeah. But this is Ram. She this is, is the Ram. pink-haired maid character. She is the Sundere of the show, uh, and she does not like Subaru, aka Barasu, is what Barasu. she calls him. 
she she always criticizes his work, even though hers is really not any better, if not worse. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think I think my favorite Ram moment was from the the snow episode where Subaru's complaining to Rim that if they're cold, they should ask if they can wear their winter uniforms or whatever. And she has like, giant oh, fine. We're used to it. Like, we're used to it. And he's like, okay, well, where's where's Ram? Oh, she's stay, still in bed because she can't bear to get out on this chilly day. And he's like, what? You just said you were used to it. And then they drag her out of bed and she's to, like all bad the rest of the day. And it's like, uh, it's like the me- right. memory, it's called Memory Snow. That, that one was a really good one. That was a really yeah. good, funny one. It actually adapts. It's also the only like original episode for the director's cut, I believe, right? Well, it adapts chapters from a uh, the, the from a bonus manga, actually. Oh, okay. So, uh, it, it I I wouldn't call it I wouldn't call it canon, but it's like a fun little thing. Nothing. This is like probably the one episode yeah. where nothing bad actually happens. You know, it's just like it, all. Fun it's very it much just an episode on character relations and not worrying about the plot. It's very much like the only, I guess, really the only episode you can call a filler episode of the show. Yes, um, but it was really it's, well a, it's a really fun one. It actually has three songs, which we'll be talking about later. <laughs> so many songs. <laughs> so many songs. That just goes to show the, the love they have for this anime. But uh, but yeah, this is Ram. Uh, I would say she is a better character than Amelia, only in season one. But that's because we get her backstory. And I, for one, love characters who we get to learn more about uh, and stuff. Wouldn't you agree, Falcon? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I'd agree she's a better character than Amelia. We see more of her, um, but we do get her backstory. Actually, we do not see more. We see more Amelia, but I'm just saying... That's actually uh, true, yeah. I'm just saying that uh, I, I like her character a little bit more. Other than when season two comes along, I'll, I'm going to say... Again, Amelia is my favorite in season two, but we're talking yeah. about season one only. And it's so hard yeah. because I really love season two. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see, I can't even tell if I like season one or season two more. I just, I can't choose because they're both really good for like their own reasons and stuff, you know? But uh, oh, yes. but uh, Ram Ram's pretty pretty neat. She uh, they're actually her and her sister are actually uh, they're, they're demons. Yes. yes. Yes, they're demons. But Ram is hornless. She's not horny. Yeah, she she don't got that horn. No, she doesn't have uh, the horn. Yeah. But she uses wind magic. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. And she's bad at all house chores, which is great since she's a maid, you know. You always see her doing something, and then Rem coming up and cleaning it up behind her to make it look the right way. You know, because that's just what they do. That is just what they do. She's also and very, very, very close to the the Lord of the Manor. Yeah, uh, she's very Mr. close Roswell. to Roswell L. Mathers. Yes. Uh basically you, you you could she's like she always she's like on her hand and toe for him. Like this is one scene where yeah. he literally has like his underwear. She has an underwear. She's like waiting outside the door after him. Him and Subaru take a bath, and uh, she's just there with like his pant, his underwear, like in like on like these towels. Yeah, she's like, just waiting, waiting for, him. for him to get done, so he has it. Yeah. Oh, Subaru's like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, you should cover that thing up, Boris. And he's like, why are you here? I'm waiting, Mister Roswell, to get done. And he's like, what? Uh, I, I just want to take this moment to say the writing for this show. I think another reason why I like this show is because it's, it's I like the written well. the character interactions are hilarious. And uh, basically, like the the conversations between everything is just written so well. Mm-hmm. It, it's just really fun to watch. It's always just, that's actually one of the major problems I had when I first watched this show because when I wa- I watched this subbed, and uh, I remember all the characters talking really fast. So I'm like, how are they gonna adapt this to the dub? Because the dub only came yeah. out like two or three years after the uh, the show was released. Because the show came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. I actually found a character poll we'll be going over later that actually came out that I found that actually has to do with when it came out in 2016. So nice. I'm sure you can guess who first places. 
Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I like the writing. I like Ram and Ram and Ram and Ram interacting. Uh, <laughs> Ram and Ram. Those two never interact at all. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I like I like their interactions a lot too, like especially when Subaru keeps waking up in the bed and he says something weird every time and it's always just like them like holding hands and like their little banter they have back and forth about whatever he said was always really interesting. Um <laughs> They 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 play off each other well, which makes sense because they're twins. So, uh, yeah. Anything you want to say? Did you or know we... both their birthdays are February second, and Ram's best dish is making steamed potatoes? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, I did. Because she brags about it. it's like my best dish is steamed potatoes. There's actually it... a, a picture, like I know they showed in the anime, but in the light novel for it, they actually show a picture of of a uh, ram with the steamed toes and she's like the thumbs up and then super is just like choking on the one like in the in the show yeah i love that she's <laughs> bragging about her culinary skill to subaru and it's like my best dish is steamed potatoes it's like you literally put them in a pot of water and leave it on like that's all you do <laughs> like there's nothing much about it at all um but yeah it's like uh, steamed potatoes i like how he even calls it. it's like that's a dish to brag about making yeah sure uh <laughs> Anyway, ah, it's great. Anything else you want to say about the girl Ram? Uh, I need more Ram on my computer. Ha. Whoa, <laughs> funny. That takes us to Betty. Why are you putting Ram last? I hate you. I'm joking. We're going to Rim next. Uh, I mean, I would be fine with doing Rim last. The best I don't really care. Uh, but yes, Rim is the blue haired maid, aka this the is, twin sister of Ram. This, this is the best girl in the, sh- in, the sh- in the entire Whoa, sh- in, you in have so much. So much rim stuff. I have more. I have you one swim? of her. I have one of her dressed up in a jacket of Subaru's oh. like jacket, and then I have a. I have a bigger plushie like this, but she's in like a, a school uniform uh-huh. and stuff. I'm gonna just hold her in my palm because I'm a loser. Wow. Um, <laughs> and also, all the posters I have of in my room are just like uh, they're all of them have rem on them, and mostly just rem. Like the, the one I showed you was rem and rem and rom. Then I have the the super rem one that I have. Well, we can't we can't talk about not safe for work art on the podcast, okay? No, 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 no. They're they're all they're all decent. Shut up. (laughs) I'm not a I'm not that much of a degenerate. (laughs) Then I have another one of rem over here. Uh, I think she's it's like she's having a picnic. And then I just have one of all like all the major characters up here. Actually, I think I could show that one. No. uh, Oh, whoa! Why are you showing that? Oh no, no, it's fine. (laughs) Shut up. But basically, you could tell I, I love Rem. She's the best. Also, her fingers are actually quite actually a lot of zero figures. I was actually looking up. I saw a Kidna one. She's a character from season two, and uh, basically, uh, her figure was like thirty bucks. I'm like, oh, that's not bad actually. And these I are actually these are actually pretty detailed figures. I saw I saw a Nezuko figure I wanted to buy from Demon Slayer, but it's like seventy eight dollars. I'm like, why? Why because is this so Demon expensive? Is really good and it's only like eight inches except, tall. It's not even except, like a tall one. Except season two is just showing the movie again. So uh, the first half is the second half is going to be different. Yeah, I know it's kind of stupid. I found you know, it weird, but at the same time, I'm like, I also get you can't just like expect every fan to go to the movies during a pandemic to see. Except it. for the but, fact that the movie is on Crunchyroll and Funimation now, so you could just literally yeah. watch the movie. So like, what's the freaking yeah. point? And if you yeah. don't have those services and you really want to watch it, you can literally just like stream the movie. You can just find yeah. a way to watch it illegally. So it's really just a stupid move. Maybe yeah. if the movie wasn't on Crunchyroll and Funimation, it'd be a smarter idea, but it's not. Maybe they ran out of like animation time. So they just shortened it. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. But we're talking about best girl. This is the best girl in season one. 
she doesn't start off that way. Obviously, she actually starts off as a bit of an, a, a little bit of an antagonist to Subaru. Yes, because uh, her you don't trust him. She don't trust him, and that's to be fair because she doesn't really trust anyone. And he, Subaru has this really bad smell that Rem can smell uh-huh. on him. Basically, the witch's scent, which is basically yes. his power, because he got it from the witch of envy, the witch the Nutella. Witch, yes, the witch Nutella. Yes, and, and everything. The best witch of the whole uh, show, actually. But basically, uh-huh. uh, Rem, Rem is uh, after we learn about Rem, she's basically a girl who falls in love with Subaru after an arc. She basically like loves, 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 loves him so much. That uh-huh. she would do anything for him. There's actually times where she's died for him in like yes. the future, and uh, it was like the main. I think it was episode 19 or 18. I forget. I always forget which one it is. I haven't watched it in so long. But uh, I say that as as we were talking about it for the podcast. I did watch it for the podcast. Okay, yes. I didn't have to watch it for the podcast, but I did because it's always a fun time to watch my favorite anime. Uh, but I think it, I think it was because uh, we also the director's cut. They combine episodes, so it's not like the accurate one. But it's basically the episode that's titled "From Zero. That's like the big episode. I think that was it was that one that made a lot of fans really love Rem as a character. Like they, that's like that's like the moment that yeah. everyone just like fell in love with Rem. And uh, actually, the author was actually really surprised by the the rapid popularity of Rem. He said, but he also said he kind of anticipated it, but he was so surprised by how many people loved her. Yeah. So, uh, basically, if you if you know ReZero, you probably know Rem. Or if you know if you know the best waifus in general, like you ever like, oh, what's the You've best waifu? What's the best waifu top tier list around? And you're probably gonna see Rem on it because she's like that good of a character. And yeah. but basically, she uh she's very she's like the best maid in the Roswell Mansion. She does better yes. than her sister. She is uh she's also as I mentioned, she's a, a demon. She actually has a horn. Yeah. Uh, and she has like this powered up like Oni form. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, she has like has a, a ball and chain. Or just a chain, yeah. I guess. Like a, it is a ball and chain technically. It's a ball and chain, yeah. It's called they call it a morning star on the wikia. Yeah. So it's like a morning star, basically. She uses that to fight. She also uses ice magic as well. Yes. And healing magic. She uses healing magic a little bit. So uh She's a she's a very she's a very fun character to watch. She's always she's there. a very she selfless character as well. She doesn't ever she's not really selfish at all. She she always just looks like an uh, everybody in else. the beginning. She's a bit selfish, slightly, but yeah. But that's because at the time, uh, as they mentioned in the show, basically her time has stopped. Now, don't read yeah. too much into that. This basically just means she doesn't really like see the world for what it was. But it's thanks to yeah. a super duper black haired, mean eyed protagonist that she starts her time again and life just begins. Yes better for her so that's kind of it's kind of thanks to subaru that rem becomes the way she is and stuff and you can really see that like in the the memory snow one because the memory snow episode really happens right after arc two like in between arc two and arc three because technically yeah. there's like a month time skip i think they mentioned that yeah uh in the, the thing so uh basically there's that and uh I, I really like the scenes like the remember yeah. the part where where uh where rem filled the tub with mayo because Subaru really oh yeah mayo? She's like, he loved it last time I did this. You see him like crawl, like screaming, like why, why? And she thinks he's liking it. She's like, oh, but it's frozen. Oh, and then, no. it, and then it just shows like a transformation of her getting like a dog ears and a dog tail. She's like, pet me, yeah, pet me, show, show me you love me, Subaru, pet me. And yeah. Subaru's just like, you no. messed up so bad. No. <laughs> oh, Subaru. I yes. think I think this is actually my first time watching the memories, the memory snow. Uh, 
uh, episode dubbed because I think when I watched it subbed the first time. Because when the, the director's cut came out, it, it didn't come out subbed and dubbed. It just came out subbed, and then they dubbed it later. And they actually dubbed it after dubbing season two, I think. Weird. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It is a little bit weird considering uh, <clears throat> most of the episode they could just take from like the original audio and put it in there. Yeah, it was probably just they had to dub Memory Snow, so they were like, eh. Well, you, you could definitely tell. If you were to like, watch Memory Snow and you were to watch the anime yeah. of season one, you could tell like there's differences in the voice acting. Yeah. It's the same when you watch season two, like the the the, 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 the again because it's like four or five years later, so yeah. uh, the the voice actors are a little different, but they still do a really good job. Yeah. But uh, you know, Rem is just the best. If you watch the show, you know why. If you haven't watched the show, go watch the. Basically, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But basically, there's like this 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 one moment where it really shines, it's like a character moment. It's basically the start of Subaru's journey. And it's all thanks to Rem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like my it's like my thing where I say like a main character doesn't really it's not you need like supporting characters for a main character to like get popular and this is literally right. like the defining moment for it like Rem is literally the one that helps Subaru like start his like character development like high up high and everything so mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like peak performance right here literally peak yeah would you agree I, I do I think I think I think Rem is really great she's easily the best written character of the show. But if for some reason you disagree, you can fight with us in Discord about it. Uh, yeah, then we'll just the ban you. And then we'll, you'll be like, Rim sucks. And we'll be like, We're either going to ban you or we're going to make it... your permanent ma- na- name Rem Hater. So everyone knows. <laughs> we're, we don't insta-ban people, just so you know. We would we would discuss it. And then if you were just being mean. Well, a, lot of people, you know. a lot of people think she's just like a plot device. And I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> are you actually joking right now? A plot device? I can see like very end of season one season two you could argue that but not during the majority of season one she's not a plot device she's a character um she's 100 percent a character in the plot but that doesn't necessarily mean she is a plot device um but yes anyway anything else you want to say or shall we move on to the last of our character discussion we can move on to the last of our characters all right last one we deemed super important enough the whole season through to talk about is beatrice aka betty see so it's actually kind of hard to discuss characters in the show not in like not not like because like a lot of the major there's like major spoilers and stuff but uh beatrice this is beatrice also betty also bako Bacon, uh, yes. I suppose or some good names for her, but she she also shines in season two. But in season she really one, really does. She she does she does quite a bit in season mm-hmm. one, like with one of my favorite moments in the show, episode seven. I'll never forget that one. But uh, she's basically she's actually a spirit. Yes, she's been a spirit for such a long time, and she lives in the Roswell Manor. Uh, she lives in the, the hidden book uh, library. She, she guards the forbidden library that Subaru can always get into because she has this ability called door crossing where she can like hide herself between a door but Subaru is just so lucky because of his ep- epic gaming instincts he just knows which door it is yeah he's you like hey betty and she's like Ugh. <laughs> he's like how <laughs> how rude i suppose yeah she <laughs> actually, all the time. actually i just remember something when I, I, I when i watched this with one of my one of my friends uh they mentioned that they didn't like how Subaru also always talked in like a gamer way but like oh, I yeah. didn't really, I didn't. That was only like in the beginning. It didn't really like keep going on as the show went on. So yeah, I guess that's like kind of a, a cool like little change thing. Yeah. I remember how in the beginning Super was like, oh, this just must be the part where I unlock my super awesome magic. And then he looks. At, I remember one point where he's looking at like the people who get to rob him. He's like, you're just bundles of exp. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's cool if you're like a gamer. It yeah. can be a little relatable. But I guess if you're not as much of a gamer, it can get. It could be a little annoying. Yeah. But uh, you know. 
Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's go back to Bea Carter. Smith. Yes, yes, Beatrix. She is a. She is always in the library. That, that Beatrix is the character from Final Fantasy Nine. This is Beatrice. My bad. Uh, yes, Beatrice. It's okay, you've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy fourteen. I forgive I have, you. I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, is it Endwalker coming out Endwalker. soon? The uh, nineteenth is early oh. access. Lamat, Just like two weeks. Two Wait weeks. a minute! Isn't that fourteen days away? Whoa! It is fourteen days away, actually. And I have that next week off, so I get to play it all week. Uh, yes, and it's great too because straight. early access is on a Friday, so we get to record the podcast. And afterwards, I'm like, I'm out of here, Condor. I'm playing 14 all day, and then I just blow you off, and I'm just playing 14, and it's super happy, great fun times, you know. Oh, you know? oh, oh boy, oh boy, I, I'm excited for you, man. I'm happy for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thank you. That's right. Uh, but yes, Beatrice. She uh, she's always in the library. She's always reading. She doesn't like having like interruptions. She likes kind of being like alone in the library a lot. Uh, so it's always to her annoyance whenever Subaru needs her for something and just randomly finds her on the first try. Um, it, it annoys her a little bit. Uh, she says, I suppose, a lot. A little bit? <laughs> That's more it, than a little bit. Yeah, no, she, she very much <laughs> dislikes it. She also dislikes that he's always asking her for favors. She's like, you're asking me for a favor again? Just leave me alone in here. Like, let me do my thing. Uh, but she's also in love with Puck. Uh, the uh, the little spirit that Amelia has, she she calls him Bubby. Wouldn't say in love, just have a fond, ad- adorable admiration true, yeah. for him. But they're she, he's essentially like her best friend, I guess you could say. Um, yes, best best because they're both spirits uh, who've lived for a long time. That's kind of why. Yeah. So she she uh, there's times where he'll be like, oh, but if you didn't do this, Puck would be sad. <gasps> How dare you use Bubby against me? Fine, I'll help. You know, but uh, I really I really like Beatrice a lot. I think she's one of my favorite characters. In the Beatrice show. is a great character. You don't um, really see that much in season one, but in season two it shines quite a lot better. Yeah, season again. two is weird. She's like gone for like the first half, and then like she's just like in like the entirety of the second half. But uh, I I really like her a lot. She's a fun yeah, character. She, yeah. Yeah. She she's very much kind of like the, one of the exposition characters where if Subaru doesn't know something, he can kind of just like have her explain it. Oh, she's a very smart cookie. Yeah, he's like, oh, what are curses? How would you know? Oh, you wouldn't know unless also, someone something. Could, could I'll, I'll let this let this spill for all the non ReZero fans listening to our podcast. But her mm-hmm. type of magic is actually the same as Subaru's well, dark magic. Yeah, shadow magic. Ooh. Shadow magic. So there's like six, send people there's to like, the shadow. Realm. There's six elements. No, there's six. Actually, yes, there's six elements of the. Uh, <laughs> Of uh, of magic in this in this world, there's a uh, water, fire, wind, earth, and there's light and dark. Subaru is dark, which is basically like debuffs or just yeah. buffs or debuffs. I love that expression too. When he first gets like, man, it's like, what can I do with shadow or dark magic? He's like, oh, you know, like make people temporarily blind, do this or that. And you just see his inner thoughts. Like it's all debuffs. <laughs> it's just like crunching. It's yeah, like, just, just like crunching. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like he can't do any like cool attack, but he can like do all the status afflictions or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it always always just amuses me in that part. But yeah, uh, she she was like very much just the magical exposition person. Like one art deals with the curse, and she's the one who tells him how curses work and how you can deal with them and that sort of thing. Um, I feel like she's one of the more loyal characters in the show, but she her loyalties are to very few people. Um, but if you mess with that person, she kind of is is uh all over you about it she'll she'll smash in some heads you know and just because she's short lolita girl don't mean she was weak at all uh super calls her a lolly she's like what is that word i don't seem i don't think i like it (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's like i don't know what that word is don't use it again uh (laughs) 
I like to how like she makes some comment of. I think my favorite interaction with her in Super is when she talks about she's trying to get rid of some bugs in the library or there's a bug that's in the library. He's like, you have bugs. That's gross. And she keeps going on about it. I was like, Oh, I'm the bug. Aren't I? And she's just like, gee, it took you forever to realize that. Yeah. Just like, Oh, and then he, then she blasts him out of the library. She yeah. Then she just like that. knocks him out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'll have to like everyone knows she's like a little bit of like a prankster or whatever. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just had a run in with Betty this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like what, what'd she do to you? She took all my magic. Yeah. No. Yeah, and she she's she's fun. I like her a lot. Uh, anything else you want to say, or shall we move ahead with our? I guess, I guess we can move on. All right. So uh, the so character poll I have. So just real quick, uh, this show has quite a lot of characters. We just talked about like the main ones who we like, but this yeah. show has a lot of good characters. That like uh, a leader, a leader, a girl with green hair who's like a bit of a leader, an uh, old man who's trying to avenge his wife. Yeah, and uh, a ca- a cat boy who looks like a girl. Yes, there's a lot. There's basically like a lot of really good characters in the show. Even the villains are really good. Like the main villain of Arc Three, probably one of the best like villains. Mm-hmm. Not in like terms of his like what he's trying to do, but just like his like the vibe he gives off is like really yeah. like really fun, really villainous. You know, it's very unique. I'll say that. Yep. Uh, so if you I if you have not watched the show, yeah, do yourself a favor, watch it. I'm gonna be saying that a lot in this, yeah, uh, yeah. this thing because I really love the show. It's my it's this is literally my favorite anime of all time. So, uh, you probably know I'm gonna rate it at the end of this, everybody. So, well, I have a character poll I found. I was searching up on Google this morning. Um, it's basically uh, this, this this poll came out actually the day after uh the final episode aired. Of season okay. one back in uh, September 19th, 20, 2016. So, this anime, the anime's been out for five years. Mm-hmm. Also, here's a fun fact, everybody. Here's a fun fact the first light novel for this. So, this was originally a web novel, web novel, light novel, anime, and then a manga. But the first volume of the light novel uh, actually came out on my birthday. So, it was love at first sight. Oh, oh. <laughs> So here's we'll the uh, here's the uh, character poll. Uh, it has a few characters, uh, basically all just from season one, a bit. Uh, but here we go. I-, I bet we can all guess who first places. Rem. Yes, it's Rem. With an overwhelming 49.5 percent, it's Rem. Yeah, you, that was not like <laughs> not even a challenge. Like I actually, know who it is. I actually watched this video. Uh, I actually watched this video about uh, like the the like the Google search results of like ReZero characters, yeah. and Rem literally led it for like the whole like for three whole years, until like yeah. uh, season two came out was like when uh, Echidna because Echidna actually overtook her. In the God, beginning, it was, it was Amelia. In the beginning, Amelia was like in the lead, like at the very beginning. But yeah. then like Rem started to shine, and everyone like really loved Rem, and it was literally yeah. just Rem. It was kind of close. Amelia would sometimes come like really close to to uh, to uh, doing it. But second yeah. place kept like changing up. It kept sometimes it'd be Amelia, sometimes it'd be Subaru, sometimes it'd be freaking Felt, sometimes it'd be Reinhardt, sometimes it would be Julius, sometimes it would be Beetle Goose. Uh, but like, it, 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 the, the, just the funny thing is, it was always just like different. But Rem would always be just number one. Yeah. So, all right. So yeah. let me read the character poll. Who do you think is second place for this character poll, Falcon? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Amelia is second. You gonna think Amelia is second? Yeah. All right. Second place is actually Subaru. Okay. With two thousand two hundred forty-nine votes, Rev had eight thousand six hundred fifty votes. 
But Subaru yeah. had 12.8 percentage of the votes, basically. Okay. Uh, third place, we have Puck with 1,671. Amelia is in fourth place with 1,225. Uh, Beatrice with 900 votes. Uh, Krush, Krush, I can never say her name right. I always, I always uh, Krush, I think it's the Crochet. I think it's like Crochet. Yeah, so you're right. It is Crochet is like 651 votes. Ram is 616. Felix is 522. Felt is 465. This is confusing. It says not available, and not available has 167 votes. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's maybe it's for a character that wasn't on the list, and instead of writing it in, you just wrote not available. Like it was just an option on the poll. I have no available. idea, but it, but not available is higher than like literally almost every other character in the show. So yeah. I, I feel like those are the main ones. Uh, and then the, the, then and then then the characters then then like the author of the like this is a Crunchyroll article, and like yeah. the author is just like talking about like the characters, and he's like. Why did people choose Subaru as the second character? And I'm like, bro, he has like the best character development in the show. Go, yeah. go be quiet. <laughs> but basically, yeah, Rem is first place. It's Yay. Rem. It's Rem. Yeah, you can you can stop the shaking in front of the camera, please. No, I love her. She's so precious. I'm going to screenshot this clip of you hugging hugging Rem and be like, this is what your life could be like if you love you, anime. You, you just make it the thumbnail. You will, you will meme video. it so hard. It'll become such a big meme. You just make it the thumbnail of the video when you upload it. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get anybody to watch it. You don't know that. Like, ah, oh, man, look at this simp over here. They'll see Rem and be like, oh, a fellow Rem lover. We must watch the video. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> anyway, Condor. Yes. What else should we talk about characters or fact-wise? Or shall we just move on? Oh, I actually didn't look up fun facts at what did you say? I said, or should we just move on to music? Um, basically, I didn't actually. I actually didn't look up any fun facts. That's actually a mistake on my part. I was too busy looking up the music and the character. Oh, you uh, are thing. good. I mean, I can look it up real quick if you want to nope, talk. You are good. Uh, you have the the song list. Let's uh, let's discuss. So, uh, I, I I have the songs up because I actually listen to these songs a lot on my free time. I really love the music. After you like listen to the songs like a few times, they actually start to get like really good, like, uh, and stuff. Uh, I, what I'm basically what I'm trying to say is like the music is like okay at first, but when you like rewatch the show and stuff, like you like listen to the songs and like you notice the moments where they start playing or like the opening and the ending theme. Uh, you know, you know, it's like really good and they're really good fits. So let's start with the opening of the first opening, which is called Whoa. Redo, which is sung by Konomi Suzuki. Mm. Now this, now this opening, what do you think about this opening? It's fine. I, I think it's probably my least favorite of the songs in the show. The bold take. It is a bold take. That's a bold take. I actually think this is one of my favorites of season one. Only because I really like the opening uh, that they show it on. It's like the perfect, like, like the, the perfect thing about this uh, anime uh, is uh, the opening. It kind of like show like the first opening of the show is just like, like this is like what basically the anime is kind of like about. Like it shows yeah. like Subaru and he's like dying and like he shows, shows like the people important to his life and those he's trying to protect. And he's like, he's like trying to die and reset. And he finally gets to the end at one point. It's literally like Nirvana. It's like the girls and they're like a stairway to heaven. It's like mm -hmm. that's supposed to be like the implication. But then a shadowy hand comes and pulls him back and he dies again. 
it's okay. it's a, like a perfect opening to fully yeah. like show the show. Like if you were like to try to explain the show to somebody, you could literally just show them the opening. But the music is actually really good as well for it. I really like the the song a lot. Um, also, something this anime does that I really liked when I first watched it is it doesn't show the opening and ending on every episode. No. That is something I really like about the show because it kind of like adds to the seriousness. Something what I've been, I've been, I've been, God, I can't speak. Something I've learned from watching anime is when they do not show the opening or ending, it's something very serious is happening. Because mm-hmm. usually, uh, you know, it would, uh, it would just like play the opening or the ending scene. But sometimes it'll play the ending theme over like the scene that's happening. Like Those the, are the, the one with Subaru in the snow. They don't, they don't show the ending. You just see during the credits, Subaru just. Freezing more and more in the snow. That that was a really good episode, right? That there. was a really tough one to watch too. It's like, ooh, is he just gonna freeze to death? Mm-hmm. It's like, he, yeah, he did. He did he freeze did. to death. He froze to death. He did. And we watched. And that that episode was just like a really, a really like well done, well done one as well. Yeah. But more on that later. Yes. But re- redo is really good. Uh, I really like that one. The ending theme is called Styx Helix, which is made by Myth and Roid. Uh, what do you think about the first ending theme, Falcon? Uh, I think it's honestly my favorite song in the show. I think oh. it works really well as an ending. It works really well to overlap if they don't do the actual ending like animation, but it also works really well with with the ending animation. Uh, I think it's just a. Oh. I feel like it it just fits really well and it's really great. Yeah, well, I will say that when I first watched the show, I didn't really like the ending theme, but I like kept watching the show more and I listened to the song. I really ended up liking it. There's really no song I hate. From ReZero, I mean, I guess from the OVA, those are the songs I haven't listened to. Those would probably be my least favorite, but like all the ones from like yeah. the main season, those are like really good. Six Six Helix is pretty good. I actually, I actually really like the visuals they show in the ending theme when they do show it, and when and you're right when they like when they play it as well, like over like the episode is really good as well. Mm-hmm. I will say they actually they actually played in the final episode as well, so mm-hmm. I was pretty good. But I will agree, it's a pretty good ending theme. Really like it. Yeah. Um. Before we move on to the second opening, there's actually this song, this anime has a lot of insert songs. It, yes. Uh, where uh, compared to, um, what's what's the freaking thing? Compared to Digimon, where they just kept playing the same song over and over, the same three. What songs you didn't like? Break the chain. Oh no, the songs for Digimon are really good, but like, they just play, like <laughs> it was the same like three. Yeah. I, like, you feel like it hyped like so many times. Like I remember yeah. the first time we were watching Digimon and they played the insert song. I'm like, let's go. Now I'm just like, all right, they're gonna digivolve. They better play the song, or else I'm gonna scream really loudly in anger. Yeah. But anyway, episode seven, there was a, 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 a an insert song called "Stripe Bet," which is also sung by Myth and Roid. And the moment they play that song, it's probably one of the best, one of my most favorite moments of the show. I think it was in that moment when I started to really love Subaru as a character. Uh, episode seven, you know, you know the scene I'm talking about when the song played, right? Yes. The one where he jumped off the cliff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in that moment that I really that because that that literally was a straight bet when you think about it. Yeah. In like so many ways. So I really like the song. It's really good. It, it's like it's decent. It's a decent song, but for like this it also plays in season two in the beginning of the second half because the episode is literally called Straight Bet as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they like made the song in anticipation of knowing that was gonna happen later on. I I feel like they had to, you know. Yeah, that they use it later and they called the episode Straight Bet. So, but mm-hmm. Straight Bet is a pretty good song, it's pretty action packed. You feel like you really feel the moment, right? Mr. Falcon, indeed, indeed. 
So there's also uh, an, an, another insert song. I'm trying to look for it for episode eight. This is actually one that I almost, I almost missed. Uh, I have the song right here. Let me just it, the the way it's shown is in Japanese characters. This is this song is called Boya no Yume Yo. It's actually sung by the voice the Japanese voice actors of Amelia. Um. I don't know what the, the English translation for the song is, unfortunately. But basically, I think this is the scene. I think this is the song that played when uh, Subaru was laying on Amelia's lap during like the next episode, in episode yeah. eight. Uh, it's a pretty decent song. It's pretty nice. It has like the really chill vibes. You 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 kind of forget about it. I kind of forgot about it when I when I watched it because I don't really think I remember it that much. But it was it was it was a really good song for the moment if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah. Really chill, sweet song. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree, Mr. Falcon? Yes, I would agree, Mr. Condor. Okay, then let's move on to the second opening, which is called Paradise Paradoxum, or Paradisus Paradoxum, which is also performed by Mythenroid. Mm-hmm. Mythenroid does a lot of songs in this series. Yes. What did you think of the second opening, Falcon? Uh, I think I liked it better than the first opening. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's fine. The animation was really nice. Oh yeah, uh, I, I think the animation for the first opening was better overall, as far as like what the show's actually about. But by this point, you should know what the show's about. So, which is it, basically you don't have to you don't have to like worry about it at that point. So. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I will it. say it is a pretty good song. I really like it. The full version is really funny because there's like a chorus part. Where it it's like they go like level up, level up, 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 level up, up, up. It's kind of like funny to just hear that, mm-hmm. kind of like in those terms. But uh, I actually I actually think I would say I like the first opening better than the second opening, just in terms of like the quality of like the opening itself. The song is actually pretty good uh, for it, and the visuals are great. It kind of just shows like an overall like oh, what's gonna happen this arc. Like it shows like all the bad guys and like some of the major moments and stuff that happen. Yeah. in the show i think i think it's kind of like kind of like a little bit of spoilers in a way because i feel like watching it from the beginning but also in the same way they barely show the openings as well so it's kind of like not a spoiler so you, you wouldn't really see it that much right so uh it is it is also a really good song uh next up we have the second ending theme which is called stay alive which is also sung by amelia's voice actress ria takahashi what do you think about stay alive falcon I don't remember which one this one is. This was the second ending theme. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It goes, uh, stay a lot, like that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Like that, yeah. I, I wasn't I, a huge fan of it, but it was This good. is probably the weakest song. Yeah, I would probably in the, agree. In the show. The the ending theme for itself is kind of boring. It just shows, like, Amelia's, like, daily activities, and it's, like, poorly drawn style. And then it shows, like, the characters, like, silhouettes, like, in the background. Like, you'll see Beatrice, you'll see Roswell, you'll see Ram and Ram and Subaru. Mm-hmm. And just Amelia going about her regular day. But I will say, when they play the song, like, uh, they play the song, like, regularly, like, in the episode, like, not with the ending theme. It's, it's pretty good there. You can, like, it's really, it's really, like, here's Stay Alive. And, like, oh, boy, everybody's dying. So they're not listening to the song. What's happening, everybody? Why can't you just listen? <laughs> uh <laughs> But uh, it's probably the weakest song, in my opinion, of the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I, would, all, I would agree. All right, we got a few more songs. We got uh, we got Theater D, which is sung in episode 14. This is sung by Myth and Red as well. Do you remember okay. this song? 
yeah. Falcon. Mm-hmm. This song is basically the first time when Subaru walks through the village with everybody dead. The witch cult just attacked, and uh, all the bodies are piled up. And theory plays. Yeah. It is basically a song about like despair and like loving despair. And that moment, like that's probably one of the most more gruesome moments of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like you just see Subaru walking. He steps on a body. He starts freaking out. He's all these people who he's got to know and love, and they're all just like dead mm-hmm. and like stuff. He gets to the mansion. He sees. Rem's dead body and, and then yeah. stuff, and it's that's just when it all just he screams and stuff. It's all horrible. Yeah. Uh, the song, the, the song perfectly encapsulates that like really well. I've listened to it as well. It's it's really good. Yeah. What do you think about Theater D Falcon? I like it. It definitely fit for where they played it. Uh, it very much had that kind of depressing yet eerie vibe to it. Despairful. Uh, yeah, very despairful. Monica I prefer would be happy. Theater, I prefer Theater B. Thank you very much. Yeah. There's not a song called Theater B. I just made that up. Okay, I got you. And we got the last song of the main season before we talk about the three songs of uh, the the OVA uh, is probably it's called Wishing. Wishing. It's sung by Inori Minase. Do you know who that is, Falcon? No. That's the voice actress for Rem. Oh. That's the song that played during the, the big episode. Oh, so naturally it's going to be your favorite because you sent for it's Rem. Not, right? It's actually not my favorite. It's oh, a good well. song. Surprising. It's a, it's a good song. It plays at a really yep. good moment, which is basically the moment when Rem, when Rem is telling Subaru like all these feelings she has about him from like what uh-huh. he sees and stuff. Literally talking about it making is making me tear up almost. But uh, no, I'm not gonna cry. Don't worry. But basically, um, yeah, it's basically like Rem's character song. If I were to say it, it's really good. It fits the moment. It does. Uh, it's really sweet. And that's about all I can say for it. It's really good. What about you, Falcon? What do you think about wishing? I enjoyed it. Kind of forgettable, but good. I will say that I will say I'm not gonna remember it. And I will I will say I will say that if you have like if you don't like listen to all the ReZero songs, you probably forget about it. Kind of like I forgot about Amelia song, but that's because I have this like big video thing where I like listen to all the like the full version of the ReZero songs, and it plays like that Amelia song in episode eight. I mentioned like at the last, and I never like watch all the way to the end or listen, or I just forget. Uh That's probably why. But I don't blame you for thinking that is it is a pretty decent song though. And then we got the three songs of the OVA. Oh, yay. We got Relive, which is sung by No Knock. We got Memories, which is sung by Azuna Rico. And then we got White White Snow, also sung by No Knock. I, the reason why I didn't take my time with talking about these things is because they're all samey and I don't remember them. Would you agree, Falcon? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really remember that. But to be well. fair, I've only watched the Memory Snow OVA like twice compared to the anime, which I've watched like multiple times. Right. So uh, I, I, I'm sure the songs are good for what they do, but I honestly just don't remember them that much. Fair enough. So, but the OVA was really good. So mm-hmm. I like the Snowman contest. That was fun. Yes, that was. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite was. Rim and Rams mix of Subaru and Roswell. Uh, Roswell. <laughs> and then it's like, none of them like it. It's like, what? Do you not understand our genius? And then they both agree that the other, uh, they're the person they didn't want to make this, they did not want to make the sculpture of us who ruined it. I knew it. Barasu messed up Roswell's greatness. No, Roswell messed up Barasu. Subaru's lovely. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I like how that older gen, the older man, but like the the ball, the boss Olgarm, yeah. like the big one, yeah. <laughs> but like a tomato as the eye, that was really scary. Yeah, it made me think that it was just gonna come to life and just start like attacking. That'd be funny. 
I love how like he probably made overall the best one, but it scared the rest of them so bad. Like, no, <laughs> like, that's terrifying. <laughs> and the one that won was the one that Subaru made, like the tank, the bunny tank thing. Yeah, he's all he just like sweating the in the background. Tank, like, and then she she added some stuff oh. to it, and that's the one that ended up winning. Uh, so great. Poor Petra. Poor Petra. She just well, made about, a cute little bunny. That's about all the songs of the show yeah. in season one. Indeed. There's more songs in season two, but we're not talking about season two. So nope, really nope, just season, season ones. I think that's about all the. Again, this has a lot of insert songs, so you can really say that they had a lot, of, a lot of love for this show. They must have had a good budget and stuff to be able to do like all that stuff. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. But that leads us to talking about the part of the show we enjoyed. So this is going to get a little spoilery. Cool things. Yes, some spoilers abound. So if you want to be completely spoiler-free, hop out and listen to our old episodes if you haven't listened to them yet. They're always a lot of fun. Go go watch our one about where we talk about our dream anime. That's actually good. That has like I think, I, I think that's honestly been my favorite one to record at this point. That, one that, that, that was uh, That's at 42 downloads at the moment, which I'm really happy about. Well, is it really at 42? It, I haven't yeah, checked a, it lately. I, I've been, I always, it's, it's on the front page. I always check it. It's at 42, and I'm really happy about nice. that. So that's a really good one. It's better than our other topic one, which which how, how much does that one have? Uh, last I checked, it was in the twenties, but that was a few weeks ago. It's uh twenty nine, so it's about getting to thirty. But yes, yeah. at this point, if you don't want spoilers, we assume you are gone, so we're getting into it. All right, let's do All this. Right. All right, let's do it. So basically, let's do this. I will say the, the moment where uh the, the my first favorite moment I will say is when Subaru uh. Episode 7 at the end when Subaru jumps off the cliff. That's also actually the end of Volume 2, like at that very moment. Okay. Uh, basically where Subaru jumps off the cliff. Where he basically, so the, the, the thing is, uh, after the stuff in the capital with Elsa and Amelia and everything, he's died, he died three times that time. And uh, here in this moment, he's also died three times. So he's having this like moment where he's like, what if I don't come back after the third time? Like, What if this return yeah. by death is limited and stuff? So yeah. he's like all panicking and stuff, and he's like, uh, he, he just realized that Rem and Rem is the one who Rem and Ram are the ones who were like killing him because yeah. uh, it, it's kind of hard to see, and they they point it out later, but Ram was actually the one who killed him in the previous one with like the wind because Rem was yeah. there trying to like ask him questions, but Ram uses her wind magic to like cut his throat and stuff, yeah. so he's like freaking out when he sees both of them, and he just kind of like stays in his room and doesn't want to do anything. He tries to tell Amelia about Return by Death. He can't He can't tell anyone about Return by Death, by the way. Because the, the witch is like, I will squeeze your heart to death. Yeah. And uh, basically, uh, you know, he's just all freaking out, and uh, he asks Beatrice to like protect him, Yeah. and then uh, you know, uh, he does. He just he manages to survive to like the, the day he wants to, so he's all happy. Amelia's like, Subaru, come with me. And Subaru's all like happy, like, oh, we should go to the village and stuff and see the flowers and everything. It'd be super cool. And then he, he takes her to Rem's room and Rem's dead. Subaru's mm-hmm. confused. Ram is crying. Everyone's angry. Subaru yeah. runs away because he can't say anything. He runs to the spot where he died last and keeps running. He runs to a cliff and he's like, if I just jump off, everything will reset. Everything will be good. But he can't do yep. it because he's afraid. He's afraid yep. of it, right? And, uh, you know, he just passes out there. Beatrice finds him, you know, super cool moment. Beatrice is like, you gotta keep going, but I don't want to see you die here. Just keep running, and yeah. he rem- and and like he remembers this moment where he felt like two soft sensations holding his hand, right? And he remembers that it was Ram and Rem, and he's like, you know what? I managed to make it this far in my life, and this is where the, this is where the straight bet song starts playing. By the way, yeah, like I made it this far in my life, so I can do what I want with it. It's my life after all. 
Ram yeah. catches up to them. She's super pissed. She has like all this wind around her. She wants to kill Subaru. Subaru goes up. He's like, yeah. you know what? I've had it. I'm going to know the things I don't know anymore. I'm going to go on. I'm going to figure out what's happening here. And he literally yeah. jumps off the cliff and like commits suicide just so he can go back. And I think that's a, that's a big moment. That's a big thing for Subaru. Yeah. Honestly, because if you're willing to kill yourself to do something to like protect the ones you love, God, yeah. damn, that's awesome. I don't even care. The yeah. coolest suicide you'll ever see in anything. Nothing will ever be it. Nothing. I think there, there are ways that could be it, but... It, it, You've yeah. seen cooler suicides. No way. Not currently, but I think there's other ways you could you could beat it to have a cooler one. Oh, you, you, when, when that happens, Falcon, you better tell me. Oh, don't worry. If I see one, I'll let you know. But that that was like the moment I started really loving Subaru as a character. When he made that choice to yeah. protect the ones he loved. Because basically, at the, Subaru, one of, one of his major struggles with himself is uh, beforehand, like before he got teleported to the world, he never really connected with people he kind of just stayed in his room he was a a shut in as we talked about yeah. and uh he really cares about these people at the mansion he cares about amelia he cares about beatrice he cares about ram and ram and ram he, he cares about puck he cares about roswell he wants to protect yep. them all but that's why he decided to, to jump off because he wants to save everybody from this like despair situation that's happening because he realizes other than, it's not just ram who's killing him there's something else that's happening so yeah, it was one of my favorite moments of the show. I will say that my I, first I like favorite. I like that a lot too because you find out that they don't trust Subaru at all. Like Roswell doesn't, Rim and Ram don't. So they're very skeptical of him, which doesn't help that he can't tell anybody about Return by Death. So he's always knowing these things he really shouldn't know. It's like, how do you know that? And he's like, can't tell you. So then they're even more suspicious of how did he get this information? Which which is why it really simplifies. It really shows the point of this is literally a bet. A straight yeah. bet where he doesn't know if he will actually come back, but he's yeah. betting on the fact so he can do it, so he can save everyone he loves. And if not, oh well. It would, it would have been over. He would have just died. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I like that. I like that scene a lot. That was a really. Also, good What's yeah. one of your favorite moments, Falcon? Uh, I really like the the scene where Rim's finally kind of like getting Subaru to realize that he's not just the complete worst person in the world like he thinks. So you he mean is. like the biggest moment that a lot yeah. of a lot of anime people hate and love? Yeah, I, I think I think it's a great one because like we've seen Rim and we see that like she, we we you can tell as a viewer she's kind of crushing on him, but like it's finally where she's just like. She finally, I guess, just kind of lays out all her feelings and tells him why she like likes him and all that sort of thing. And I think my favorite part is just when he's like, "Thank you, but I'm the girl I love's Amelia." And she's like, "Oh, I know." Like she says all of it, knowing that he doesn't, you know, return her same feelings. And I think, I think what makes it better is because he's trying to get her to go to this other country with him and just leave Amelia in the group because no matter what he does, he can't seem to win her affection. And she's like, "We could, and I could I find have- a job doing this because I've been, you know." classically so educated and so you would be doing say. this and that like she goes through this whole thing of how their life would be great and she's like but that's not what you want like she finally is just like no we gotta do this because that's not that's the super like, i know is one that never gives up yeah and Basically i like that she, she finally says. is like yeah i would be more than happy to but that's not the she even goes on and says like all the things like oh we would start a family we would get a job we probably have like all these children we would grow yeah, old together i would want children. you i yeah. would want you to die before me or she would want to yeah. die before him i don't remember the exact details but uh there's so many things i have to yeah. say so first of all first of all one of the things i love about re-zero here we go are you ready? clap with me clap with me falcon yeah okay so basically the, something the author did in the web novel is called what ifs and there's yeah, like ba- yeah. one based off of each sin. Okay. Uh, I think the, the one they actually talk about in one of the light novels 
Uh, it's basically the one where they actually do run away, uh, and, and Rem like starts a family. You yeah. you know the one I'm talking about because they show it in like season two a little bit. Like, they show yeah, like yeah. a flash, but in the light novels they have like a, a nice like scene of it like talking about like Subaru and Rem all married yeah. and uh, you know they have their kids and it's all really sweet and everything. So that's really nice. So there's there's that one. There's also a lot of other ones as well where Subaru actually like what we talked about earlier. I forget the names of them. I think this one's called Pride. I, I don't really remember. I, I that but basically there's one where Subaru chooses not to jump off the cliff and he just runs away i think that's like a pride one and something like really big happens there's also another one where he actually falls in love with elsa and like the oh yeah, yeah. Elsa, elsa falls in love with him or yeah. something and like he just decides to like live with her or something i forget what that one's called there's also one in season two there's a lot of uh i think there's like only seven what if stories i don't i don't think all of them are written but they're actually really good and it's really cool to like see them that's cool uh and then another thing so he, here's a funny thing that the, the anime actually didn't cover that the light novels show about uh you know the scene where uh at the end of season one at the director's cut beginning of season two where subaru is trying to tell amelia because this is after like subaru is like con- con- confessed to amelia that she's like i love you but you don't have to like say anything i just want you to know yeah. that everything i've done is just because i love you i think uh-huh. you're the greatest person in the world and amelia starts crying that was a really great moment by the way really yeah. good scene but uh Basically, the moment where he tells Subaru, uh, he tells Amelia that uh, I, I, there's someone else who confessed their feelings to me. In the light novel, basically, what's happening there is uh, it, it was like it was the scene after the, the defeat of the white whale. Uh, basically, Subaru, Rem said she would be fine with being Subaru's like second wife. Oh, That's man. something the anime did not cover, basically. But basically, I think what they're trying to go for is basically Subaru would have two wives, Amelia and Rem, and he would be okay with it. And he wanted to try to get Amelia to be okay with it too, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, but so uh, I'll, I'll I think I, I think you, and then you'll die, and then I'll marry Rem. It'll be great. <laughs> God, hooray! But uh, but that scene you talked about, the one with basically that episode, I think it's episode nineteen in the show. I, correct? I'm probably wrong. I don't remember. Uh, but basically, uh, there's the moment. It's all just talking, and you would think all yeah. just talk would be like the worst thing in the world, but it, this is actually like the best. This is probably yeah. the best episode, one of the best a- episodes of anime history. Where basically, it's just like these two characters talking about their feelings. One character saying how useless he is, how everyone's told him to just give up, and how he's just a nuisance and he shouldn't try. And the other one yeah. saying it's because of that attitude you always have that I'm here today. I'm basically like my time has started again. You showed me all these things about life. I love you because you're the you are the type of person who never gives up no yeah. matter what. And and they keep like compatting and battling and stuff. And Subaru's like I'm useless, and Rem's like no 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 no. I I really love you. You're really super awesome, and you've like saved my life and stuff. And you know that's like kind of like the start of like Subaru's story, as I mentioned earlier, which is like really cool and it's really good. But a lot of people did not like Subaru after he said he loves Amelia. Which is like a really weird thing because a lot of fans was the same way. I think I was probably the same way when I first watched the show. I'm like, how could you not go with Rem? You're so stupid. And a lot of people to this day are so angry about that. I think that that's what makes them not like a uh, Rem. I'm sorry, not like Amelia, Subaru. not like Subaru. God, yeah, not like Subaru. But like, here's the thing. I'm gonna try to explain the point of view, like from Subaru's point of view, everybody. So listen up. Yes, it may have been a super choice, but you have to think about it was because of Amelia that Subaru had the life he had mm-hmm. uh, with them all. And it, 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 this is actually something the light novel also kind of goes on to. Uh, before episode eight, the one where Amelia gives Subaru the lap pillow, um, 
he didn't really like love Amelia. He just had like an infatuation. He kind of like liked her. Like he thought she was pretty and stuff. But it was after like the the lap pillow where Amelia's like, "Hey, it's okay to cry. Everything's okay." And yeah. like, in the you know, in the anime, he goes like naked, and it shows like all the memories together, and then he yeah. just starts crying. I it was I think it was in that very moment where he actually falls in love with her. Yeah. Like he even says it so himself. Like I actually really love this woman. So it was kind of like in yeah. that moment where he like kind of fell in love. Which it kind of it's kind of like better because a lot of people are like oh he just liked Amelia from the start he's always loved her well kind of yes and kind of no because there was a yeah. little bit of a growth towards that and the yeah. light novel makes more apparent than the anime uh, where basically Subaru like didn't like just had a like an infatuation with her but now she actually loves her he actually loves her because of what he did for her so it's really cool and yeah. stuff so that's kind of why he says he loves amelia and even though you said you said earlier rem rem was okay with that he she he knew she knew yeah. that he loved amelia and she was still okay with it so yeah um basically yeah i i really i i just really like that scene it's my favorite episode it made me it made rem really shine really brightly and everything um yeah and uh you know we get to see the awesome scene it's actually really cool in the light novel for that uh that part uh you know the scene where it's like she he's holding around he's looking up at the sky i think it's like the last last little frame of the episode or technically the re, the from zero is like the first half of the director's cut for that thing if i remember correctly yeah it was but basically uh, in the light novel it's like a full spread like it's like two pages okay which it doesn't really show seem like that much because just subaru looking up to like a sky but it just shows that this is like it shows to like the the readers and to like the people like knowing like this is like the big moment of Subaru's change to become the hero that Rem sees him as and and you know yeah it doesn't it shows quite a bit here but it shows way more in season four yeah season two it's arc four God season two ah but basically this this that's probably one of my most favorite moments of all time as well in the show so yeah. I also like too how every time after the lap pillow that Subaru is in a good mood, like, oh, did you have another lap pillow? It must be the lap pillow. It That's why he's so. Yeah, all the they always tease him about it. It's like, oh, that must be it. Yeah, again, the, the banter between the characters in the show is really yeah. great as well. Like, that's one of the things you might like really love about it. It's just like the banter between like that Subaru has with all the characters. It's just kind of yeah. amazing. Yeah. Another scene I like is the the end of us uh, the end of the first half of season one. Where where Subaru is, he goes into the forest to like find Rem, and he has to like fight the ball, the big Ogar mobby guy. Yeah. He has like this broken sword. He's completely weak. He's, like there's no way, there's no way he's gonna win. Like yeah. you can look at him, like there's no way he's gonna win. The the, the main music starts playing. He yells, "Yamak!" Yeah. Boom! The freaking the the the, the he magic farts where darkness he, everywhere. Yeah, he farts darkness everywhere, yeah. and he just like really does something awesome. Like it wasn't the, it wasn't the fact that like Subaru wasn't gonna win. It's the fact that he had the courage to like do that and like stand up for like the people he loved, even if he was gonna die. Obviously, Roswell came in and like took care of everything, but it was the courage yeah. that I really loved and appreciated. And they played the music. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird that all these scenes that I love they play the music? No, <laughs> the music just heightens it. Like they, it, really, they, it does heighten it. So I it, mean, it, it's it's no different than like a sitcom where like like the old sitcoms where they tried to instill family values. How like something would happen and the parent would come in and they'd start playing like an orchestral version of the opening to like get the point across. It's no different than that. Just like just son, anime and better. Mur- son, murder is bad. You shouldn't be doing that. If you need yeah, someone, you know? if you need to murder someone, let me do it for you, son. Oh man, you're such a great dad. <laughs> Offering to murder your child's bullies. Wow, so great. So great. 
<laughs> but it was basically after that moment that we talked about with uh, episode the episode called From Zero is when Super started shining a lot better. He basically assembled the uh, the White Whale team to destroy everything because he's been tormented by them. Yeah. Uh, he he made Cruchet and Wilhelm like really like respect him. Like I really like the moment. Uh, where after they defeat the white whale, like Crucia's Crusade's like, you know, you're a really good person, Super. You've really done really well. You're like the hero today. And uh, he said, and she said, it was the moment. Super was like, well, I know we're going to be, because there, there's like this big, like, uh, can, can you explain? Explain the, the royal selection, Falcon. Do it. Explain it. Explain it. Uh, so essentially, there are five different people who are uh, considered heirs to the throne. Uh, and they are going to have to compete for each other to become the next queen and ruler of the country whose name I keep forgetting at the moment. Lugunica. Uh, yeah, Lagunica. Um, so they're all there, and uh, they each have their own like royal knights uh, that are backing them up. Is this person should rule? And they don't really explain too much what they actually have to do to win the selection. I think it's, I, it's I, I, I think it's a vote thing that they like be uh, able to copy. They didn't really explain it too well. And when you think they're going to, they're all like. We know how this works. We don't need it explained. Um, but there's only four, and so the selection never actually started. We knew there was uh, Amelia, there was uh, uh, Kushka or whatever her name is. Uh, so there, there, so there's Amelia, there's Crochet, there's Anastasia Hoshin, yeah. there's Priscilla Bariel, Priscilla, and then there's yeah. Felt. Yeah, and then they they bring in Felt. Uh, the reason why uh, Reinhardt took her away at the end of the first arc was because he realized she was. The fifth person they were looking for who was eligible. Well, the, the, you know, the reason for that is actually because she is a she relative. Stole the, of, she's yeah. a relative of the royal family. Because yeah. they, what they explain in the show is the royal family, they all die from a sickness yeah. uh, at the same time. And I think what I felt is like, they never they don't explain it in the light novel, but he, she basically looks the same as the, uh, she looks the same as, she has like the same yellow hair and the red eyes. And she became an yeah. orphan literally the same time the royal family all died. Yeah, so, she just says like she doesn't know her birthday or who her parents were or anything. She's just kind of grown up on the streets. I felt might not even be her real name, to be perfectly honest. Who yeah, knows? but it may have been a name she came up with herself or but, someone else called her. But I'm going to say that if you read the first EX Light novel, it actually, one of the main characters is actually this guy who his name is, uh, I forget his name. Let me look it up real quick. But it basically, this this uh, Light novel, it focuses on uh, Crochet, Felix, and this other character. Uh, who is what is his name? His name is the Fourier Fourier Lagunica. And if that if that doesn't tell you who he is, then uh, you should yeah, know sure. his fate by the end. Uh, basically, basically, you know, Fourier. The, the, the light novel starts with Fourier seeing Cruchet for the first time, and he like falls in love with her, and it's really cute. Okay. And it shows like the adventure. It shows like we got a lot of Felix backstory as well in it. But it ends with him like dying. Spoiler alert, unfortunately, because yeah. of the sickness and Crochet likes really sad. And and the thing is like nobody's really like caring about the royal family. They only care about like the system and the government. And that's mm -hmm. why that's why Crochet said what she did what she did in the anime where she wants to like abolish the the way of the dragon and just make things better. So yeah. I'm kind of like a little biased to Crochet winning because of that, even though the show's focused on like Amelia winning. Yeah, you know, but Crochet's like objective is actually like really like a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah. But uh anyway, I I've gotten we've gotten way off topic from what I was trying yeah. to say. Basically, it was like the scene where where uh Subaru was like when we become enemies again for uh we're we're friends we're friends right now, but we're going to become enemies again for the royal selection, bless you by the way. 
And uh, you. basically, uh, you know, uh, Super is like, I'll, we'll do our best, even though we're friends. But Crucia's like, you know what? Let me correct one of your misunderstandings. Basically, even if we are enemies, I will still regard you as a friend, no matter what, because of the great yeah. debt you have done to us today. And honestly, Subaru felt like overwhelmed. He's like, if I didn't have a number one and number two in my life, you'd probably be up there. Yeah, I, I think my favorite <laughs> thing about that scene personally is when uh, he makes a comment like, oh, I shouldn't have had you help us take down the white whale. Now everyone's going to give you the credit. It's going to hurt Amelia. And she's like, no, you're the hero who slayed the white whale. Like, you're the one who organized all of this. This isn't me. Like, even though she technically did, like, the finishing blow or whatever. I like how she, she respected Subaru enough and his commitment to getting everyone together to stop well, it. She's like, no, you were the one who did this. This is this is all on you. Yeah, like, and then Wil- Wilhelm also like really loves Subaru yeah. because, because of him, he got to avenge his wife because the white whale killed his yeah. wife. So uh, that's also really sad because volumes two and three is about Wilhelm and his wife. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. It's actually the, the second. I need to get second. the ex the ex volumes. To, They're to really read. good. I, re- I highly recommend the first one. It's it's really good. Okay. I might I'm gonna have, to, I'm have to look that up really quick afterwards. Uh, but yeah. But uh, the second one's basically about like so you know how it showed in the anime. Uh, like the moments where they're like meeting, like him training, and he sees the wife, and she's like, do, "Do you know how do you like flowers and stuff like that?" That's basically a light novel, but it goes into more detail. There's like a story. Okay. There's another character. There's like more other these other characters as well and stuff like that. So, uh, it's pretty cool. And then the third one is just like afterwards, uh, they get a little bit married, and there's like more fights and stuff. It doesn't show like the part where she died, not yet. I th- not the any of the ones that are translated yet. And the okay. fourth one I haven't read yet. I have to still read that one. But it's not about Wilhelm. It's about Julius, Reinhardt, and Felix. So Okay. The EX Light novels are pretty good, I will say. It's that's it's good. it's really fun to see a point of view that's not from Subaru, I will say. Yeah. Cause I mean as much as I love Subaru, it's always fun to see how other characters think. Well they they've made enough good characters in like world building that it would be interesting to see what other people besides Subaru are doing and their stories they have. Oh uh, yeah, I which you can't I say about every show, but uh this is one that I think does that's that true. well. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's fun to see how a character's thinking changes, especially like Wilhelm in volume in EX volume two. Mm-hmm. But uh the whole white whale fight was really good too. Like Subaru really shown there as well. You know, you have to you have to yeah. of that. Everyone, everyone was like giving up, but Subaru was like, "No, we can still do this, no matter what." And Crusade has like had that speech, like, "Yo, about I'm the weakest guy here is still going." Like, over there, he's the weakest man ever, but he is still shouting the loudest. The weak can still win. So are we just little wussies or what? Yeah, well, she was like, "He can literally get blown away by a gust of wind. He has no weapon, and he's the one charging ahead right now, not giving up. Like, if he can do that, you can too." And they're like, "Yeah, you're right. Let's go." And, uh, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, another scene I liked, I really liked, uh, I guess it's technically the start of the White Whale arc, where uh, Subaru is going around trying to get help to save uh, the town outside the manor because he knows that the witch's cult is going to attack. And he's just pissing off everybody. Yeah, and he's just pissing off everybody. Like He goes to Crochet first because uh, he's been staying at her mansion getting healed by Felix and uh she flat out tells him no because one it should be up to amelia to protect her province and if she can't then that's it but also just due to the fact of the way he's asking and presenting itself so then he goes to uh the orange haired girl real quick real quick real quick he she meant she mentions that uh it it was kind of true when you like rewatch it He he never once mentioned he was doing it for amelia yeah, yeah, yeah. She even is like, "Oh, so I'll help, but Amelia has to drop out of the race." And he's like, "Fine, whatever. I just want them to stay alive." Yeah, and 
Uh, then he goes to uh, the orange haired girl. Priscilla. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, fine. Only, I'll only do it if you like grovel on the ground and lick my foot. And he's actually, about to do it. there's actually like, a fun no. scene. There's actually a fun scene in the light novel that uh, they didn't talk about where yeah. basically it was like the scene where Priscilla is in the yard in the back, in like the back alley of getting robbed. Yeah. Super has the apples, and I think uh, I think uh, they do like a bet thing where it's like you have you have to like guess how many apples or uh, what was it? It was something like something with the apples, and uh, I think it's like guess how many I have or something. I don't remember. And and if Subaru wins, he could like touch your breasts or something. Okay. It was so weird. Subaru like did it, but he like lost, so he lost all of his apples. Oh man, that's sad. Yeah, it yeah, was but, it was pretty funny. But like the fact that he was so desperate for her help that she was like, no, like you should have more pride and self-worth exactly. than to like grovel at the ground. And I'm glad like, I'm glad that wasn't like the the the, the one where Super like stayed alive in because even if he didn't, he somehow won in that one. Like Priscilla, was everyone like, hated him. him for it. Like, yeah, they're like, what are you doing? And then I like and then Anastasia. I think yeah, Anastasia comes burger, Mimi with the burger, and they're just with the burger. Yeah, Mimi with the burger. Yeah, uh, and then uh, she finally is like, "Oh, I just got all this information out of you." He's like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah," but I like how she's also like, "Just a heads up, you're going about this whole negotiation thing terrible. You're only thinking about what you want and not how you can help the other person on the table." Like, I like how she finally kind of is like, "You're pissing everybody off. Thank you for that one." And two, also, you're really bad at this. So I'm going to give you some advice going forward. Like, I, I think I really like how N- uh, Natasha did it. Like. Yeah, you could argue she's one of the more evil ones for getting information out of him, but that's also just due to how naive he is about thinking she's just a friend because they sat down for like a meal and we're, you know, chatting together and oh, she's gonna get you a carriage to go to the back. That's great, you know, oh cool. But then it's like, cool, yeah, but you gave me way more information. Have fun with that. Goodbye. <laughs> like I, I just love that scene together where it's finally you just see hey, he's so desperate. That episode was called A Greed of a Pig, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's fun. The episode yeah, I think Priscilla's really is my favorite well. just because she's finally just like, no, get out of here. Like, I hate your guts. Go. And it's like, but I saved your life. I don't care. Like, go get out. Uh, I like, too, how her, uh, I forget his name, her, like, night guy. Al. Which, yeah, Al. I like Al so much. Like, he's just like, she's like, Al, you like Al? Yeah, you want to like know, know a fun fact about Al? I don't know if I've ever told you this. Uh, I don't think you have. What's that? Uh, he actually also got isekai into the world. What? That's crazy. So, yeah, the, the anime doesn't talk about it, but it's mentioned <laughs> yeah. in the light novel. <laughs> I like at the end, and she's like, uh, get him out of here, alive or dead. Doesn't matter to me. And he's just like, that does matter. Like, Come on, let's go. <laughs> like, he's the only one who, like, after his super, and like, all this groveling and, like, desperate stuff, he doesn't seem to completely hate him. It's like, he gets why he's doing it, but it's like, all right, bud, uh, hope things pick up for you later. Just like, <laughs> like I kind of like that he's like, if I stay any longer, she's going to make me kill you. So, bye. <laughs> I'm going back inside now. Characters uh, are all great. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. I like too how like, she's always wearing the helmet and then like no shirt. And then like, and it's just like, oh, it's yeah, Al's great. I wish we, I hope we see more of him in the future. Uh, I think he does appear in the future. I think he appears in arc seven. I, I, I know Anastasia and Julius appear in arcs five and six. They're actually like major characters in those arcs. Yeah. Uh, so, but I don't know. Arc seven, I think Priscilla and Al are in that one a little bit more. I'm yeah. not sure though. I haven't read anything about it. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, yeah, they do appear in the future. They wouldn't introduce them if they didn't. So yeah, be fun in the future. I know Arc Five is going to be pretty great. It's pretty short, but it's going to be pretty great. Yeah, I think it's only like five light novels, like 15, 16 to twenty, compared to like freaking 
uh, season four, which was like light novel nine to 15. So yeah, pretty fun stuff. There's a lot of good moments in the show, you know, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I, again, it's kind of hard because season one and season two, I love both of them so much. Season two is just really good for character moment, but season one is also good because it's kind of like defines the show and like uh-huh. stuff like also something we did we, i know we talked about like the, the 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 lyrical music but the actual like the music and the sound effects that play yeah like the ones where it goes like uh it's like yeah you, know, you can feel like the creepy vibe setting in and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like the, all the sound effects of like the whenever like the witch is like touching subaru's heart because subaru my man he is you know he may be unlike but he's actually really smart when he's like actually like, putting his brain into power mm-hmm. because basically whenever he turns it talks about return by death uh he basically uh the witch uh like grabs his heart but his the smell gets stronger and it's like a, a smell that attracts like the mob beasts and stuff and he yeah. uses that to his advantage a lot in, okay. in the show so you you've seen that happen like mm-hmm. when they were fighting the mob beasts in the forest and against the white whale as well so it, it's actually really smart like here's this thing that physically hurts him and he's using it to like help everybody so that's that's pretty smart mm-hmm. He tries to use what he can because Sprite, he doesn't really have anything. Yeah, he, so. he doesn't really got much. He is the self-proclaimed knight. Yep. That's why I like the second to last episode. is called the self-proclaimed knight and the greatest knight. I yep. really like that one. It's when, it's when Subaru and Julius. Him and Julius. Up, like, Beetle Goose. Yeah. I guess we should talk about the villain a little bit, shouldn't we? We should talk about Beetle Goose. Beetle, Beetle Goose. Beetle Goose. He's basically the archbishop of... of Sloth. Why Sloth? Thank you. I was gonna say greed for some reason. He's the Archbishop of Sloth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his ability called the Unseen Hand, where every time he like bites his fingers and makes them ble- bloody and stuff, he has he these can, like invisible it, hands that can like do things. Yeah. And at first, Subaru can't see them, but after a while, he does see them and stuff. Yeah. And he, like, I guess, he tells everybody about. It, so there's like ways that others can see it, see it too. Like yeah. if they make it like dusty or like icy and stuff, they can like see the like the little like outlines of the hands and yeah. stuff. Pretty, he's a pretty like he's a pretty creepy villain, you know. He really loves Satella. He's so strange, Ugh, but so he's strange. such a he's such a good g- villain, though. You have to admit he that. is a good villain. He's very much just that like let's take somebody, make them as mad as possible, and uh, throw him in there. But yeah, he's just I I go between liking him and disliking him. I think he's a good villain, but I don't know that I like personally like the character. Uh, I, but yeah. I mean that's that also just kind of shows that he is a good villain at times because you dislike him. Uh, at least I think so. I think if you have a villain that people completely hate at times, I think that also is a good mark of a good he's villain. He's fun to watch on the screen. He's always like, a, uh, he's always fun to see what he does. You know, even if he's like, you never know what he's gonna do except he's always like, gonna what he, himself. like what he did to Rem and like the like the first time we saw him was like really, uh, oh, yeah. like, aggravating and you know, like twist her yeah. body. Oh my god, that was so yeah. horrible. Jeez, yeah. and uh, you know, but like it just shows like how crazy he is and how devoted he is to his cause, yeah. to the witch's cult and stuff. So. And he keeps thinking that Subaru is pride. Are you pride? Like what? You know, Subaru's like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I think pride, pride, what the pride, what if is like the one where he doesn't. Let me actually look that up. Three zero zero pride. I feel like he asks a couple times if he's if he's pride. He um, does that. He does that like every single time. Yeah. Three zero if. But I like how there he calls is, a believer in love. There is. Um, that's the one with a kid. No. Here it is. Pride. The pride. What if? Uh, is Subaru's were right? Uh, Subaru. 
okay. What the heck? Hmm? I guess this is the one where he actually does become pride. Okay. So basically, so let me let me I'll just read the the, the, the summary. The point of divergence from the main story is Subaru's fourth return by death, where Reinhardt saves Subaru from hoodlums and ultimately goes on to save him from Elsa. In this timeline, Reinhardt does not appear, leaving Subaru to his fate. At the absolutely rock bottom, Subaru finds that the only way he can go is up, and bound by his own pride, he resolves to save Amelia by any means necessary, bringing himself down a much darker path. Hmm. But basically, gotcha. it says he like he joins the witch's cult kind of later okay. on. So I guess it is more pride. Then there's the uh, the drowning. This is basically the one where after Rem's death, he decides to not help. He does not. He does. He, instead of committing suicide by jumping off the cliff, Subaru accepts Beatrice's help and proceeds to be teleported away. Okay. He basically just runs away. And then there's the uh, gluttony one. Oh, that's that's in the sixth arc. That's like I'm not gonna read that one. And then here's the here's the best one, the sloth one, where he starts a family with Rem. Okay. Everyone's probably favorite one about that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Pretty fun. The, the, it's really cool that the author made like little what if stories of like what could have happened in these like major moments. Yeah, that so, could be fun. Uh, it's always fun to see like what could happen. Like if you think about it, it's always a little fun addition. But ReZero is really good. ReZero is actually a really popular uh, series in general. It actually has a few games. Yeah. I actually have one. I have the. I actually no, you have the one that came out like what January? I, I really should. I really should. I haven't actually played it that much, but uh, I have it on PS4 and my Switch. It's called The Prophecy of the Throne, where it introduces like a six character. Okay. And like it's like oh, why is there six candidates for the for the throne when there should only be five? They wouldn't think that Millie is the fake because she's like a, a, a half a half elf and stuff. Half elf. So that that happens, and like there's like this masked guy who like comes to kill. And there's like gameplay; it's kind of weird. Uh, there's also some mobile games and some other stuff as well. Um, there, as I mentioned, there's the OVAs, and uh, it is a pretty popular thing. Like I remember yeah. when I went to Anime Boston one time. This was the this was the year that ReZero got dubbed, and they were doing a contest where like who was the best girl, and it was between Amelia, Rem, and Ram. Obviously, I chose Rem. I actually, yeah. have a, I actually have a button somewhere that says I chose Rem. I should have looked for it before the podcast to show it off. But it was this was like when it was under Funimation. So uh yeah, it, it is a it's a pretty fun one. It's it's a pretty fun series, right, Mr. Falcon? Yeah, I enjoy it. It's fun. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap things up? I think I'm good. This is uh one of your banner shows though. Anything else you, you want to say before we do the wrap up? Anything else you want to um, get off your chest about your love of ReZero? I just really like the show. I really like like what the show tries to like the messages it shows to you in general. Like basically, like never give up. No, keep trying to find a way to do things, mm-hmm. no matter how dark it seems, you know. And it's just like all the characters in the show are really good, especially season two. Like, there's Garfield in season two, and then like other characters get like really good as well, like Otto, which we we didn't even talk about Otto, but he shines way much more in season two. Yeah. I'll tell you that Beatrice, Ram, Amelia, especially. <coughs> Amelia is like Amelia is like super good in uh in season in season uh two. And there's also a, a character who you think is a bad guy, but actually is more to her than meets the eye. Uh, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's, there's a lot of fun characters in mm-hmm. the show in general, and I'm sure I, I don't even know all about the series, and it's kind of hard because I kind of like want to watch the anime. 
but I also have the light novels, but I could also read the web novel. So it's kind of like, what should I do? What could I do? And stuff like that. So it's really like, I really just want to get into the series and I really love it. And it's just so like different and nice. I really, I really just love the show. You know, mm -hmm. this is literally like, I could literally just put the show on forever and ever and never get bored of it. Right. Ever. I need Ever. to watch season. I need to watch season two again. We need to do a season two viewing yep. of soon, eventually. Probably for like our next milestone or something. Yeah. Or it'd be your choice choice for the next milestone, technically. Uh, it just depends on whoever's week it falls on. Yeah, I would probably give it to you since you know we did a we did Kuroko and then you know we did Kuroko roughly half a year I think. Uh, I think it was a little past, but kind of roughly around that point. It reminds me. I wonder if season three is dubbed yet on Netflix. I'd have to double check. I'll check right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, always fun for that. Well, why don't we just wrap it up to our our uh, our final thoughts? All right. Do you want me to do my final thoughts the first, you, or do you, you want may, to? You may go first, my friend. All right. So re zero starting. I hope you know if you rate it low, I'm gonna kill you. Just let. Oh, you know. I'm told to get get a three. What are you talking about? Oh, it's just I terrible. I hate you. No, I'm joking. Uh, so this is the director's cut. Uh, I feel like either version you watch is fine. I don't feel the director's cut was that much different besides the OVA snow episode, memory snow. Uh, and then like the good. final few moments. Of yeah, the, the final uh, few moments are different, uh, which, which were a nice touch. But I feel like either way you watch, I feel like it is roughly an equal experience. Um, one is just more episodes, but shorter episodes. The other one is less episodes, but longer episodes. Uh, I think the characters are well done. I think the plot is pretty good. Uh, the one issue I have with the plot is I really don't like the plot until they have to re-keep like keep doing the same days over and over again. That was just, one annoyance I had, especially like yeah. early on and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, like I've never liked Groundhog's Day and stuff like that. Uh, but they do this one well. I feel like this is one of the better done ones. As a, a lot of them, I feel like they just do is like kind of like lazy writing. With this one, you can tell the writing is not lazy. Like he actually has an idea and whatnot, and it, it makes sense. Um, but that's that's probably my main issue, especially at the start. It feels like it's not going anywhere, but it and it improves later on down the road once you learn kind of how it works more. Um, I think the art and like the animation was done really well. Oh yeah. Uh, would the, would you think, recommend it for a first time anime watcher? That's the hard part. Uh, part of me would say yes, but part of me says no. It's very dialogue heavy. Uh, so I think, I think you, it would depend on who the person is. If there's someone who doesn't mind more dialogue heavy shows and more plot focused shows, I think this would definitely be fine for one because it's not super weird, but it has some weird stuff. Like, especially when you get to the metal juice or metal Geos section of it, he's, he's very strange. Um, but overall, I don't think anything's too weird. I think a new person could watch it, but if they don't like more action heavy show or like more dialogue heavy shows and prefer more action heavy shows. I would say probably give them something a little more basic first and then introduce them to ReZero. Uh, as far as an actual rating, I'd probably have to give it a, a, probably an 8. I think I think an 8 solid. I don't think, personally, it's a 9 or a 10 for me, uh, but I, I can it's put not the knife a bad down. show by any means. I can put the knife away. Yes, you can put the knife away. Oh, thank God. You put it on my one. I, no, I didn't want to do it. No, <laughs> no, no, eight, eight for me. Uh, it's it's a good show. I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it much as Condor here. Uh, no, but I uh, love this very show. Very good. Very good. This is my favorite anime, and you know, I personally believe that there's no ten out of ten animes. Yeah. But we're again, we're talking about our personal opinion. So right. I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten. Okay. Because I am so biased. 
And I've been, you've been listening to our podcast. I've given this nothing but praises. And I know, like, you know, I've learned all, I all these, I know all these fun facts. Like, there's so many things, like, from the light novels that are so different that I've read up. Like, it's just like so many things, like, about Al being from another world and stuff. You know, that's something that animators yeah. go into. He also has something to do with Ram. I don't know what happened, but it was the scene after he, Subaru gets kicked out of, uh, from Priscilla. Uh, Al's there, and Rem's actually there too. And they talk about how Rem has a sister. And I don't know what happens. They don't explain it, but Al just starts to get like really angry. Like you, feel, like Subaru really? and Rem start to feel this like angry, like hatred from him for some reason. I have no idea what's mm-hmm. going on with that or anything. They don't really explain it, and they haven't explained it for when I've read. And obviously, from what you know from season two, he doesn't appear in season two at all. Right. So uh, he does appear. I think he appears in the next in the next arc, but we'll have to wait until like later for that. But uh. Uh, basically, uh, the characters are really well done, well written characters in the show. Uh, would I yeah. recommend this for a first time anime watcher? I, I actually, as much as I love this show, I would actually have to agree with Falcon and say yes or no because uh, it is very dialogue heavy. True, mm-hmm. but I actually show this to my friend, uh, my old roommate when I used to live with him, and uh, he, he I, at first he always said he never really liked dialogue heavy shows, but when I showed him ReZero, I think we watched the the do we I think we watched the director's cut. Or something. I think we did watch the director's cut. Yeah, he uh he really loved it. He like he felt like there was cliffhangers at the end of like every episode. Like yeah. he keeps like drawing you in. It's like oh, what's gonna happen? Like it's because the first one, it, like the first one, the first very first episode. Uh, you know they ha- you have Amelia and Subaru, and basically Amelia says her name is like Satella, which is like the yeah. witch of envy that people don't like. So that's what Subaru knows him by because he doesn't know like the customs of the world yet. He doesn't like the language and everything. Mm-hmm. So at the end, when he sees her that one time, he yells out Satella. And, and everyone's like, like, bro, what you do? Don't say when, that. Don't say that name. And, and Amelia just looks at him in like hatred and anger. And Subaru's like so shocked. And I'm sure as the viewer, like, wait, what? That's not her name? What? No, she said, what? Like, Isn't that a, that's a sick joke or something? Like, yeah, why would you call joke. me that? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it's something else that the anime does really well is like you can see like the, the, the eye thing. Yeah. The, like you can like see each other how they look through it, like each other in, in their eyes. Like you can see yeah. like how Amelia is looking at Subaru and how Subaru is looking at Amelia. And you can see and all then, the like village, like townspeople just like staring at them and like their expressions to the like with what's going on. That's like uh, a thing that like shows up in like a lot of season one and especially uh-huh. in season two. There's like this big moment I want to talk about in season two when we talk about season two. Okay. And like the second half when we get there. But that's actually a really big thing because it shows like how the characters like see see everybody you know it's just like goes to show it's just kind of like it's more than just like the the words that are said but it's also the actions that people do and yeah. i feel like that's something in this show that's shown like really that's done really well so i would definitely recommend i would always recommend this to somebody because it's my favorite anime so yeah. but i would be like it's very I would, I would give them it's like it's very dialogue heavy there's some action so but every, everyone i usually showed this to really likes it so yeah. um the plot is decent you know, it, it does get better. The world building is amazing. Uh, or, you know, Rem is best girl, obviously. Uh-huh. You can't go wrong with, you know, a blue-haired maid. You know, like, come on. Like, that's, like, everyone's dream, yeah. right? Right. Right? Right. Right? I mean, that's your dream. No, it's not. Um, But I would give this a 10 out of 10, uh, honestly, because it's my favorite. You know, yeah. I love this anime so much i'm so biased but you know what at the end of the day this is our podcast so i can be as biased as i want yep all right this is probably the most biased you'll ever hear go watch this anime you can watch Uh it on crunchyroll you can watch it on funimation you can watch it on hbo uh i don't know what other platforms you can watch it on but go and watch this anime if you haven't watched this anime already please please do yourself a favor and watch this anime it is so good
So very good. Yep. But anyway, this has been our episode on the first season of ReZero. The director's cut. And this is our this is our this is our also our one year anniversary video. Our one year anniversary episode. Hype it it up. Tell your friends. Let's get your friends. We've been podcasting for a year. We're almost at two thousand downloads. So that's really fun. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm surprised we got to a thousand under in under a year. To be honest, so the fact that we're at like eighteen hundred at the moment is really good. Especially since we don't really like advertise anywhere. We just kind of upload it and hope people find it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've been, I've been, I kind of advertise it in other people's discords, but I've also been trying to find ways to like advertise it in other ways. But it's just kind of that all costs money, which neither one of us have a ton of. You yeah, know, especially so. not me right now. Yeah, but anyway, you can find us on Twitter at BirdBroPod for news and updates on the podcast, as well as occasional other fun tweets. You can check us out there, follow us for more information. Or if you decide, hey, you know, those guys aren't total cringe. They're kind of cool. I want to chat with them. We totally got a Discord you can hop in. It's free. You don't have to pay, like, Patreon money or nothing. You can just hop in. I've got the link on the screen. It's also in the episode descriptions on your podcast service of choice. So check it out there. Click on that link. Or for some reason, it's not letting you click it, copy and paste it into your browser. You'll get to hop in. And have tons of fun with both of us. We're there fairly often throughout the day. So just pop in and say hello. And this has been our episode. Uh, we are taking a little bit of a break. Yes. Uh, so basically. We've, we've got uh, some real life stuff to deal with. Uh, and so we're we wanna, not have we, there's some things week. we also want to change about the podcast. Yeah. We really like what we're doing. But there's, to be honest, you know how we in the beginning we always did a weave question. We're kind of yeah. like finding it harder to do that with these mm-hmm. episodes. So we're going to try to find something like fill that section. We're going to think really hard, and there's going to be some maybe some other changes as well into the podcast. Right, right. But there's, as Falcon said, there's also some real life things we have to handle. I'm going to be working. I'm, I've been I've been working a lot more these past few weeks because it's, it's getting these coming it's weeks, season. I should say, because the holiday season yeah. in retail, and you know how that is. We're yeah. going to be getting we're going to be getting Christmas tree soon, and they put me in garden for a lot of those. Oof. I'm not looking forward yeah. to those shifts. No, you're going to this going to be terrible. Yeah, uh, so episodes for the end of the year are still going to happen, but they might be a little bit more sporadic. Uh, definitely not one for next week. Uh, so we're, at least we're two unsure. Weeks we're unsure of what yeah. we're going to be watching next week, but you'll still have to be surprised. It is Falcon's pick, though. Yep, it is my pick. I have a few ideas I'm toting about in my head. I also have one that I may talk with you after we end that might be, might be we can do. But yeah, uh, so we're going to be uh, a little more sporadic due to the holiday season and whatnot at the end of the year. Episodes will still be coming, so never fear. You'll get your yeah. daily or your at least somewhat weekly Bird Bros fix. Uh, but thank you all for watching. Thank you for making this a Inject it into your veins! Do not inject it into your veins. We are not licensed <laughs> medical professionals, okay? We don't, we don't need to be getting sued for someone injecting like soy sauce into their veins because we didn't specify what. So I just, said don't inject, inject our into podcast your into the veins. Not it doesn't sauce. matter. It doesn't matter. Don't inject it. Don't. No. Just listen to it. Put on your headphones. Let the sounds resonate in your ears and go to your mind and be enjoyable. And this is getting weird. What am I doing? Anyway. Also, uh, please follow our YouTube that we're trying to work on. Yes, uh, I should be able to get some of those out this next week. So I should be getting a few more episodes up there, uh, getting more uh, on the brink of, not on the brink, getting more caught up, I should say. And uh, spread yeah. the word. If you know people who like anime, tell them to give our, our anime podcast a try. I think at this point, Indeed. after we've done it for a year, we have a good variety of different anime, some action, yeah, we have. We've sports, been slice good. of life, so some topics. like yes. I, I really recommend the, the Dream Anime. That was a fun dream one. Dream Anime was a fun one. I think we should do another one of those like in a few months, just to, like pitch another show together. But yeah, that could be like something we do like 
once a year or something, maybe. Who knows? It'd be a fun idea. Uh, get but, some uh, yeah. guests. We can get a guest star next time to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, that could be fun. We could have that's what we could do. We could have a guest who's like judging. Anyway, we'll talk about that afterwards. You all don't need to hear that. Uh thank you all for watching. Uh thanks for a terrific year. We really appreciate all the support. Uh we hope to get even more in the future. Uh hop in that Discord. We'd love to chat with you guys if you haven't. And uh until then, thanks for being a loyal listener to the Bird Bros. And, and thanks uh, for being a happy cherry. <laughs> thanks for being a happy cherry. Uh and uh the Bird Bros are flying off. See you in a few weeks. Cuck